What? Audio was not turned on for any of that. <laughs> oh, no. They've had captions this entire time. All right, starting from the top again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, this is Mechton Heist. Uh, we are playing an offshoot story today, a little bit about background stuff. Uh, last week, what happened was that the uh, players played uh, a, members of a pirate crew that crash landed on the planet that they are heading to. And um, they performed a heist to get some stuff. Uh, which ended up leaving them uh, seeing a, a ship entering atmosphere that was quite large, uh, which is the uh, ship and the crew uh, that they're going to be playing next time. Uh, <clears throat> um, and this is uh, a, a Mechton Zeta actual play. Mechton Zeta is uh, by our Talsorian Games, and we are using uh, Roll. Um, for our dice, uh, which you can find at app.playroll.com or playroll.com. R-O-L-E. Sorry. If, um, I am RPG Hour, they, them. You can also find me at NB Mechapilot. And if y'all will introduce yourself and uh, to speed things along, introduce yourself and introduce the person you're going to be playing today. All right. Let's take it from the top. Uh, hi, I'm Will. Uh, my pronouns are, pronouns are he, him. Um, you can find me on Twitter at William C. Allen uh, on the DMs Guild as one of the writers for the first volume of the Eat the Rich Anthology and on YouTube uh, at Roll a Will Save, where I do completely unrelated to tabletop role-playing games, Pokemon draft content. Uh, today I'm playing Helios, uh, who is a sentient cloud of gas, who is specifically not from another person's body, as my other two cast members have suggested. Um, he, he is a sentient cloud of gas inside of a spacesuit. Um, yeah, I suppose that's all you need to know about him. Um, yeah, you guys missed all of our great, you know, gas jokes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my name's Emilio. I am, uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I am one half of the Let's Roll Characters team. Uh, Let's Roll Characters is a YouTube show where we roll random characters for different RPG systems and then come up with backstories and, and provide character sheets for anybody that wants to use those. Um, uh, and you can find us uh, uh, at uh, on YouTube at YouTube slash Let's Roll Characters or on Twitter at, at Let's Roll Cares, C-H-A-R-S. Um, and I'm excited to uh, play as Silos Astronian, who is a dog person and uh, likes snacks. And I'm Mrs. RPG Hour. You can find me on Twitter at Our Adventures. Um, my pronouns are she, her, or they, them. And today I am playing Kevin. I'm dropping the last name. Just Kevin. Mm -hmm. He's a Gurren and basically some uh, humanoid beetle person i got wings i can glide i can fly a little bit and yeah that's gonna be cool i'm just gonna be like buzzing around the ship <laughs> probably being annoying <laughs> I, I love that we have a great list of names and then a kevin it's like kevin. <laughs> <laughs> what's that 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 audio clip is like an Australian guy or news I don't know if they're from Australia or New Zealand. I can't in this clip I can't tell the accent apart, but he's like it's like, What are you doing, Kevin? Stop it. 
or something like that. It's so funny. And so that's what it makes me think of. I don't know why I chose Kevin. I was literally <laughs> staring at name generators and I was like, I'm going to come up with this on my own. And I was like, tell us. And I was like, well, I don't know. I feel like I'm using too many T's. We're going to go with a K. Kevin. I was like, well, <laughs> not like that's generic. All right, Kevin, tell us. There we go. That's spacey enough. Um, so, uh, this is Iron, Ironbound in this universe is a, um, it's a homemade faction, not in any of the books that you would find. Um, and Ironbound, uh, I'm going to be leaving screen for a second, but I am still going to be describing things. I'll be right back. Um, so Ironbound is a, okay, never mind. Crisis averted. Um, Ironbound is a organization. Um, they're a mercenary organization, uh, and they're sort of at the forefront of technology. They come up with brand new things, but they don't always look pretty. Like they might have a brand new mech, but like it's literally just like other pieces of like armor and stuff like that shoved on top. So yeah, it's faster, or yeah, it can do you know something else, but like it doesn't look pretty. Um, and, and that's kind of what happens is they make technology first. And then other people find out about it, steal some, down one on a battlefield, take it back and study it, and then actually make it look good. Um, and so that's kind of uh, Ironbound is always trying to get like a leg up on some other people, uh, but they usually for in regards to weapons and uh, mechs um, and and ships, they're kind of at the forefront. Um, for, for pharmaceuticals, they go to HII. Um, for you know a lot of these other little things they go to other people because they want to make sure that they can get you know the best of the best from the best um and so that's kind of where where ironbound sits uh they were told that if they go to a facility on a nearby planet from one of their uh space stations uh that they will be able to get some plans uh for a brand new type of uh anti-gravity uh, and environmental system for ships. Um, not only is it going to revolutionize things, um, it, it basically doesn't require as much energy. It's going to be able to bring their energy usage way down. Um, and it also is going to remove the need for actual plants on a ship um, to create oxygen rather than just storing oxygen. So any ship can have storage tanks, but the reason that a lot of places have a hydroponics bay is because that's part of the filtration of the air in the systems. Um, and so this new system that can be built is going to completely remove the need for a hydro hydroponics bay, um, which doesn't sound great to everybody, but for Ironbound, all of their people are already on protein bars. Like, like you join Ironbound, and unless you're at a space, unless you're at like a station or something like that, you're probably eating like. 20 bars a day with protein or like veggie bars or um like just nutrient paste and we're all drinking I soylent i was oh, yeah. a big i was a big fan of those cucumbers though oh and it's always weird combos like they have like all the weird like this like the stuff that you go to like the grocery store and everybody's already picked through everything else but there's like one brand you've never heard of left like that's ironbound like when they try and sell like not even preppers will buy their stuff um because they're like i 
why why do I want cucumber mango <laughs> chicken? <laughs> that almost sounds delicious. <laughs> Sponsored by HelloFresh. <laughs> <laughs> And now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> um, HelloFresh, if you do want to sponsor. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, HelloFresh, if you do want to sponsor, please up your game on the gluten-free stuff, and then we can talk. That's Oof. true. That's true. Because we want to be sponsored by a service that we could actually use. <laughs> or that I could use, because, I mean, like, you two could eat. We could eat delicious meals and have you watch as we eat them. In this future, everything is available to everybody. <laughs> uh, Which is why nobody wants ironbound food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's like, why? Not even beggars have to choose that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it's it's honestly, like, it, it'll be some of the strange um, combinations. Uh, like, I, I don't know why I can't think of anything all of a sudden, but, like, it, it, and then they all taste, like, cardboard after flavor like every single one of them but like ironborn like iron iron, people that work for ironborn um, that's where we get our fiber don't knock it (laughs) (laughs) um but ironbound is one of the biggest factions uh private factions out there they work as uh military they work as security they work even on some planets they're hired as um the like they're hired out to be the local police and things like that um, until things get brought in. Um, and while technically nothing is wrong with Ironbound in and of themselves, um, they're basically just a bunch of like <clears throat> high-strung individuals. Um, and, and they're also very much a, if you join Ironbound, you're in Ironbound for the rest of your life. Like, leaving Ironbound just doesn't happen. Hence the name Ironbound. Roll credits. <laughs> and- <laughs> um, no, no, they're really known for that because basically it's like, oh, hey, uh, so you know Joe, that uh, guy from Earth Prime, and you know how, you know, he really good at not doing anything with guns and we keep sending him planet side and you know why why don't we try you know sending him into a training program and get him over to i don't know maybe maybe not something that doesn't involve firing in any direction we don't need any more team casualties here um that's the kind of organization ironbound is they're like all right, we'll just take this person and move them over somewhere else and just keep shuffling them around until we find something. So, um, But yeah, that, no, that's Ironbound. Um, specifically, y'all are led by... Uh, y'all are an infiltration group. Um, y'all just got a new leader about six months ago. Um, and the your division has about 400 people in it. Um, there's a larger vessel that y'all interact with, um, and that y'all spend a lot of time on. And then you have a smaller, uh, mostly automated dropship. There's a lot of uh, robots and things like that on there to help um, operate everything. And um, <coughs> um, your specific unit um, within all of this uh, was twelve people. 
Um, it is down to um, the three of y'all, uh, Quinlan, and your new leader, Zav Zanigan. Um, Zav's idea of um, leadership and getting people in um, and, and doing things is very much a, you know, I need the rest of you to go in before me and make sure that everything is good. Um, and so, like, he's literally dropped off a ship in the middle of a, you know, um, top secret mission and just started firing his gun. So, he's not exactly the best for an infiltrator. Um, now I get the name. <laughs> that that is what I it took read, me. It took I me read that earlier, and I was like, "No, <laughs> legally, absolutely not." Legally distinct from. <laughs> yes. Shoot, can I change no. my character? <laughs> if you want. I mean, yeah. if you, yeah. I'm gonna need I you like, all to get to planet side. I like the dog, though. No, I'm sticking with I know. the dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The dog is a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so Zav read out the instructions. Basically, y'all are going down to a very small. Um, there's roughly about twenty people on this. Uh, it's an ice planet, and it's a small little. Uh, galaxy that y'all are going to there's only three populated planets um all within the goldilocks zone one is like right in the middle of the goldilocks zone and it's got about uh 20 million people on it um and then there's uh one that's a little bit closer to sunside and it's basically a planet that is um it's about uh 50 50 on um uh water to land um but because of the way that the land masses are on that other planet, um, it's a ton of beaches. There's just a ton of waterways and lakes and things like that. And so it's kind of like a resort planet. Um, and it has a, a steady population of about a million people. And then on the far end of the Goldilocks zone, like almost outside the Goldilocks zone, is this ice planet that for, like, inside their caves, they've got these beautiful like geo pockets that have um, amazing plants and things like that. And so a, a lot of the population, um, a lot of the, the natural life there are very small creatures, small bugs, small rodents, things like that. Nothing on a large scale. And so the 20 people that are here is from a uh, research company. <clears throat> they are trying to basically get ahead of ironbound scientists and make um, a faster, stronger mech. Um, is what you were told. Now, with the 20 people, there are um, six of them are security. Uh, they rotate shifts. Um, and then the other 14 people are all scientists. So technically... It should be a fairly straightforward, quick and easy uh, situation. However, when y'all got on the ship and um, you loaded into a drop pod, you realize, like, after you launch and you're heading pl 
planet side. The only thing that Zav packed for y'all was like snowsuits. There's no armor. Are you kidding me? So, so. y'all, you have your weapons and everything like that. And, and he said that he would take care of everything else. Um, Why did we trust that? That's my my question. Well, the short version of it is um, y'all probably didn't. You probably did try to hide something on the pod. But Zav being Zav, Zav um, when y'all when y'all reach planet side and you go for your secret stash of clothes um, for armor and stuff. Um, the only thing that's there, Zav has pulled all of that out and replaced it with a mini bar. Um, and <laughs> like a, as y'all are getting ready and everything like that, Zav has pulled out a, a foldable chair, put it down in the in, in the snow and ice, um, and has like a, a one of those tanning visors, uh, the old fashioned tanning visors, and is like shining the sun up. And Quinlan is over there with a giant fan, just kind of like. Helios doesn't even eat. Oh, and it's like it's like 70 bottles of whiskey gonna... and like just a bunch of like really bad jerky. Like... What the? Uh, OK, uh, I'm going to say like jerky? before we went on this mission, it was like we all gathered together. And we're like, OK, who's babysitting Zav? And we like. Rochambeau for it or something yeah. and Quinlan lost <laughs> and that's why mm -hmm. that's why it's stuck there <laughs> uh, so the jerky that's available it, it's mostly um, like you go in there and it's like uh, compressed broccolini jerky and um, uh, jackfruit jerky and dragon fruit jerky and like it sounds appetizing it's all but like fruit leathers Pretty much, but like when you try to bite into one, leather is the more appropriate term here. Um, no, kitty, come back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was yeah. like a boomerang right there. Yes. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, although the promise of additional snacks is really, you know, inviting, um, I, I'm, I'm, I am missing my, you know, my armor right now. Question. Yes. Two questions, actually, because I just thought of another one. Question okay. number one. Um, am I kind of beetle that sheds its carapace every once in a while? <laughs> uh, you can be. I am. I'm like a cicada. Sometimes oh, no. I just scream for hours. It's great. There's so many of them outside right now. I'm so sick of cicadas. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. That works to my favor and then also um my other question is since the jerky is more like leather than jerky can we use it as temporary armor no. <laughs> until, we, oh, until we kill someone it, 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 it's, steal it's texture armor or sorry it's texturized leather like it like it feels like leather but it doesn't actually have the thickness of leather like it's oh. just really chewy and it's just like <laughs> So it's good okay. for nothing except for consumption, and it's not even pleasant to do that. 
Exactly. Like it, that it's... sounds. That sounds fair. Um, I'm going to. Um, this is a long, long haul. Like I hate my boss type deal that's been going on for a while. I finally gathered up enough carapace pieces and cut them into appropriate strips, and I'm just gonna very ever so subtly just kind of leave them on the bar, on the <laughs> mini bar, just like it's fine. <laughs> Helios, Helios would have advised you against this, but not made any move to stop you, as he is convinced, as Ironbound is wont to do, that in two or three more months, uh, Zav will be rotated out into a different position, as he is an incompetent leader. We just have to wait for the bureaucracy to catch up. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That doesn't mean I get to. I don't have to have petty revenge until then. <laughs> Uh, the jerk, jerky's not so bad, guys. Come on, give it a chance. <laughs> um, as you as you start to leave, uh, Zap holds out some shot glasses, something to keep you warm. There's a little bit of brandy here. Does he hand one to me, even though I am a oh, ball of gas that cannot consume liquid nor solid food? Absolutely, like he. But when he when he when he goes to try and hand it to you, he's looking for like a port on your suit to pour it in. He's like, "Oh no, it's this dude!" Like, I will I, I will extend out a hand and just take the shot glass. <laughs> yes, yes, everybody. And I will simply I will simply hold it. Something to keep us warm, and we will be successful in our mission. I have my full faith in you, and if you need anything, I will be here, ready, willing, and waiting to back you all up. As it has been advised to me by multiple people above me, if I cannot prove myself, I will be rotated to another division. And I am pretty sure that people do not want me back in security. Although I may not be rotated back to security. But security. Uh, have you ever tried a shot off Lombe? Just walk away. <laughs> Plant the seed. <clears throat> yeah, do I have a little uh, pouch or something where I could, you know, pour this shot and keep like, hold on to it for a bit? Uh, you not exactly. Um, you you have a medical sealant that you could use because um, you each have like a micro med pack. You do have a sealant that you could put around the lid, like it would literally preserve the alcohol. Um, until any point you could put that in that pouch. Um, yeah, done. <laughs> I, will, gotta... I will hand my shot glass to you to allow you to add the second shot Ooh. to your preserve of alcohol. Double shot. Nice. Double shot. All right, I'm stashing those. And, As a uh... my mouth really wasn't built for shots. So <laughs> this is a problem. Uh, as it is anime style, you do have sort of like a, a humanoid-ish, like combo of like a cicada and a uh, like a humanoid mouth that you'd be able to drink with. I got a sideways mouth <laughs> <laughs> and little mandibles. Oh, so cute, guys! <laughs> so I, I guess we're, uh, you know. Gro grunt groaning and uh and heading out of the ship heading to our poorly equipped uh drop pod another question yes this is a nice planet don't they tend to be colder than usual 
or than like earth standards of ice yes and no um so this is um um it's still in the goldilocks zone so it is it is dealable like it is just it's about the coldest that it gets here on earth and like the coldest regions to a bit warmer than that but it's always going to be a bit icy um but there's places that you'll go over where like it's just pure, like, you can see through it, and there is, like, a geodome underneath you. Okay. So it's still pretty freaking cold. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it is more manageable than other ice planets, though. Do we have, like, 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 Antarctic exploration snowsuits, or do we have, like, Wisconsin on a bad day snowsuits? <laughs> Um, it's sort of an in-between of them, actually, because it's something that it, you're able to easily move in, but it's still going to protect you almost as well. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we should get going. Yeah, maybe as we're, you know, maybe we're all, like, getting suited up in, like, the airlock or something, and I'll, I'll, I'll look at the two of you and... We got to get rid of that guy. Zav. So uh, I'm imagining that every so the, I'm imagining that um, Helios's suit is fairly airtight, and the only way that he can actually speak is there's like maybe oxygen or something mixed in with his uh, his gaseousness, and a little bit of it releases to carry the sound. So there's always a before he speaks. I'm telling you, it will only be a few more months until he is removed from our division. I don't know. Sounds like they just sent him down here because he sucked at whatever he was doing last time. Yeah, the his appointment to this position makes me feel not so confident in our in our own uh, our own prowess anymore. <laughs> if that's the kind of person they're like, yeah, just put them in charge. Uh, what also could have happened is basically he could have been like super competent in a field or something like that and like gotten all the way up and then mentioned hey i really want to go try this other thing and people thought that maybe some of his skills could transfer over so they kept him in a relative like just like a ladder shift over so he could have willingly moved at one point from something he's actually good at to something that he's not and the problem is is that like they're trying to find a new place for him and so they're shuffling him through um, which when you've got as many people as Ironbound has, um, it could be very difficult to handle a situation like that. Uh, regardless of that, we should count our blessings. He is not himself on the mission. And at that, we have a mission to complete. So I suggest the two of you finish and we depart. Yeah, good point. As Helios is always suited up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You always have to spend a bunch of time just waiting for us. He's patient. He's gotten to the point where, like flesh, fleshy life forms, just take more time to do things. 
I'm struggling to get the uh, the tail part of my suit around my tail right now, and I look at you for help. Sort of like that scene in Jumanji when the kid turns into a monkey. <laughs> Just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> hey, can you zip me up, Helios? Uh, Helios will come over and do so. I appreciate it. <clears throat> Man, I miss Captain Ursa. She was the best. Helios nods, uh, one, like one or two knowing nods in agreement. Um, if he doesn't have a lot to say or anything important to say, he tends not to waste the time expelling oxygen from his suit. All right, I do apologize. I forgot to add the weapons. Um, so I went back and just added those to that uh, <clears throat> that in our cash chat. Um, okay. So at the bottom, that is the weapons that, uh, depending on what skills you have available, is what you would have on you. Okay, cool. Great. Nice. Oh, just all three of us have all three of these? Um, so Telus uh, has rifle and blade. Kevin. Oh, that's right. We have the stats <laughs> on our character. Okay. Kevin. And then uh, Celios um, is blades and handguns proficient. Uh, and then Helios is blades and handguns. Um, so that is what y'all will have on your persons. Um... Okay. Cool. Okay, I see what that means. So on my rifle, I only have 60 shots? Correct. Um, so okay. A little bit of note keeping. Um, gotcha. That makes sense. A little bit of note keeping, but uh, the good news is... There is no good news. I <laughs> know, uh, but the, the good news is that you do have some refills. So once those are out, you're not completely out of the game. So the good news is there's no bad news. <laughs> Yay. All right. Do I have? Okay. I realized I forgot my, my cheat sheet. So I just pulled up my combat summary sheet. All right. Um, oh, goodness. Yeah. So the, the, uh, where y'all are, where you're looking for, what you're looking to be involved in, um, is probably about uh, half a kilometer away from where y'all are. Um, on foot with how uh, physically fit you all are, uh, it's only going to take about uh, 10 minutes to get there. Um, because it does seem to be, like, you can literally see part of it um, from where you are. Um, or at least it's an assumed uh, ten minutes um, at a at a brisk jog um, slash uh, light run, um, which is what you where you, that would be about the fastest you could maintain without giving your position away. Um, now, from what y'all saw, it does look like this would be um, the kind of like sort of like a main entrance because um, there is a landing pad on this side of things. 
Uh, so you do have the choice of either going, trying to get in this door or trying to go in through one of the other two doors. Because uh, there's three doors total in this place. One leads into the main area. Uh, one of them leads uh, is a connection to um, the dining hall and everything, uh, the trash compactor, all that. Um, and then the other one is um, a, a systems door. Um, you go into it, and it's all of every. It's um, a back door to like the water processors and um, all of that. So mechanical, uh, kitchen, or front door. Well, front door just seems silly. We know that the uh, guards are taking shifts. Do we know what their route is? Uh, <clears throat> yes and no. Um, from what you were able to gather is that it does look like they do an interior walk and an exterior walk. Um, the only problem is depending on who's working a shift is going to depend oh hey utopia just raided us <laughs> oh hey. hey raiders um so <laughs> we're about to sneak in and do some sneaky shit yeah <laughs> um so th there's four main people that are going to kind of push things around and try and like kind of do stuff um and so depending on who is on who's working is going to depend on the route that they're going to go. Um, two people really don't like the cold, so they're going to like try and slip through the interior versus everyone else is going to like try and hang out on the exterior. <laughs> can I, can not I hang out, but walk around? Okay, yeah. Can I buzz ahead and like scout and see like who's going in? Cause I'm pretty sure like, Walking or running, you're having to still deal with like icy terrain. Whereas if I just kind of buzzed over there <laughs> for a minute, took a look around and kind of buzzed back t to meet them, I could we could kind of come up with a better plan of action. Uh, if you want to, you can. Um. Okay. It's going to be just a D10 in your reflex. Okay. So, D10 in my reflex is... Doo -doo -doo -doo. Reflex is 8. So... math <laughs> oh a plus all i see is like d10 plus eight like i was like how do you get 10 plus eight um my math is not math today um, okay yeah um you're able to do a quick buzz around you don't see anybody on the exterior okay. and so if it was if it was one of the two people that prefer to do exterior walks then they would be out here right now. And okay. there are no fresh tracks. Like, there's nothing on the exterior. So this is most likely somebody that prefers sitting on the inside where it's a little bit warmer. Um, yeah. So, yeah. 
Okay. What's the what's the weather like right now? Uh, it's fairly mild. Um, it's it's there's a slight breeze, but it's not currently like snowing or anything like that. Okay. Do we have um, comms in our suits? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, so yeah, exterior coast is clear. Um, do and the front door still seems like a pretty terrible idea, right? Really? Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, they wouldn't be expecting it. <laughs> on the other hand, I concur that the front door seems like a foolish plan. Do it. Ah, just fart, run right <laughs> in, grab what we want, and leave. Seems fine. Oh, yeah. Fact. The goal I'm, is I'm to be fast. covert with this mission. All right, all right, Helios. What do you what do you suggest? Going through the mechanical room. Um, Helios takes a moment in silence to think. If we were to attempt to disrupt their inner systems, there may be a way to draw their attention to a specific area. Yeah. That sounds like it would work. Is, uh, is Helios able to leave the confines of his suit, or must he stay inside of it? Um, <clears throat> so... Huh? Technically, he has to stay inside the suit. Um, if the breeze catches you, <laughs> um, you're, it's going to take uh, potentially a couple days to get you back into the suit. <laughs> All right. Um, you have to filter your particles out from, from the atmosphere. <laughs> Uh, if you're if you're already inside of a place, um, then no, uh, he would be stable enough. Um, a small breeze on an interior versus an exterior breeze is going to be a very diff different thing. Um, okay. A heavy breeze inside, you'll get moved around. You might even get moved like into the vents, but you'll be able to catch yourself and eventually maneuver yourself around. Um, oh, interesting. So so air vents is an option. All right, good to know. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I yeah, a, we're gonna. I have a slightly morbid question about <laughs> Helios. Maybe if they were if they were to leave the confines of their suit and say perhaps enter someone's lungs, <laughs> how problematic for both parties would that be? Well, it's a suit that also provides some environment, so. Helios can withstand like small amounts of oxygen um, at a time, but not large amounts. So <laughs> there's a lot of things that would be problematic with that, but also they're not made of oxygen. Um, yeah, it would be. It, would, I, it also <laughs> it also depends because you mentioned that there are creatures that breathe things other than oxygen. Yes. Uh, uh, which I guess brings up the question, what is Helios comprised primarily of? And if the answer is, I don't know, you could say that. Oh, no, no, no. Um, uh, uh, no. 
I can't remember the name of the gas all of a sudden. Never mind. Is it okay to talk? Yeah, sorry. Okay. No, 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 no. You will sometimes, like, I'll start talking and you'll be like, this! And I'm like, no, please. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. Uh, I just don't want to interrupt you if, you, if you've got it. Um, no, so you're a combination of um, where is this? Uh, bromine hydrogen um, selenide. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, and sulfatep. Uh, which are considered poisonous to human beings. Um, but from where you're from, that is like kind of a common, very common thing. Okay. Um, so there's nobody outside currently, which means all six of them, and they're generally, from my understanding, they're moving in squads of two on their patrols. Uh, um, yeah, so it's actually only um, um, it's only two people uh, at a time. Okay. Like the 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 rest of the crew is either or the other two the other four security guards are either on break, sleeping, or um, potentially not even on site. Okay. Potentially not on site. All right. Is it daytime or nighttime? Would they have seen our dropship since we can see their facility from our dropship? Uh, so it, it would they have seen y'all? No. Okay. Um, the drop pods are extremely fast they mimic the speed of meteors and things like that. And because of how small they are and compact they are, it's not going to read like much else. And with it being a research lab and everything like that, there might be some people that are excited about maybe getting some, you know, unique space ores. So they might be grabbing a couple people to go out and take a look. Um, but by the time that they get mobilized and out there, which by mechanical is where the vehicles are parked for exploration okay. and everything. So, um, Helios is even more thankful that they do not have muscles or bones that could be sore from such a rapid impact with the surface. Oh no, it's a smooth ride. Okay. Um, well, that's good. All right. I'll be right there. Um, <laughs> so the, they have, uh, they, they, out, uh, they outsourced it to HII to basically create um, a very, very unique interior environment is the best way to describe it. Uh, so you're not going to feel any of the effects of that um, for potentially okay. days if there is any effects. Thank goodness. Silo <laughs> <sighs> or Silos. Do you have any ideas on how to enter the facility? We know where we want to go, but I do not see an obvious plan for entering. Okay, Aside okay. from effectively walking through the door, which whew, would be the same as walking through the front door. Well, what, 
uh, they have a bunch of vehicles. What if I just take one, drive it around? They'll chase me. You guys run in and grab the stuff. I think I saw that in a movie somewhere. A suggestion. We can table that. See if we come up with something less distracting. <laughs> no, no bad ideas in a brainstorm. Uh, I can think of a few. <laughs> um, so if it's, if it's the maintenance entrance, there's probably like some exhaust ports and stuff because I assume most of the research facility is probably underground because of the geothermal hotspots and stuff. So there's probably like some kind of ventilation coming up into that area and it would have to, you know, vent outside usually. So there might be a way to enter the facility through that and not use the doors at all. It just depends on how large they are and we could squeeze through. I like the sound of this plan more. Uh, so there are a lot of ventilation ports over there. However, on the schematics and all the information that you received, um, there wasn't anything that would give you a definite idea of how big those ports are. Um, predominantly... Sorry, primarily speaking... Um, the chances are that um, uh, you could potentially fit in them because of how big they are. They're about the size of grain silos. Oh. It's an industrial facility with a lot of different little pods. Yeah. And everything is running off of one thing. So potentially, yes, but you won't know until you get there. Yeah, I think this is a much better idea. We should climb in the thing and do the thing. For now, let's get closer, as there are still no guards on outer patrol, and examine these ports. Okay. And I suppose we'll start getting closer to the facility mm -hmm. to okay. uh, find one of these exhaust ports and examine it. So the... Maybe shoot a proton torpedo down it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that side of the facility... Um, requires you to choose two different things. You can walk the long way around, passing the kitchen doors, um, going through the spaceport area, and walking around. Um, or, uh, and that's that's fairly level-ish areas. There are some divots and things like that that you'll be able to, um, some like small ice areas that you can use as kind of like cover to sneak around. Or, um, uh, you can climb around um, a small ice hill that basically would give you absolute cover. Um, you wouldn't even need to sneak around it. You would just have to climb around, uh, climb over it. Can't beat absolute cover, can you? That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, Helios is in favor of taking the most caution, cautionary choice that we have. So he would want to sneak around or up over the ice hill. Okay. Oh, come on aboard. Let's just go in there. <laughs> you get over the ice hill and you see a group of people getting into um, what could best be described as a um, very large snowmobile with a truck bed. Um, 
Think about those little Azuzu trucks um, that uh, are used to transport goods. The one we saw today was a Honda. Whatever. Um, I wasn't even talking about that one. I'm specifically talking about because Azuzu is like the brand that more people know. Um, so it's very forward facing. There's no front part for like an engine. You're basically sitting on top of the engine. And there's a bed area, except um, that it's like it's got like an extended, extended cab. It's basically like a C, uh, an SUV with like an extended cab on the back. Um, There's multiple seating areas, huh? Extended bed. Yeah. Um, And it's it's got like a little winch on it, and it's got like a pulley system. Like it, it's definitely for picking up like meteorites and things like that. Like it's an all around ready thing. should, should we tell them? <clears throat> um, should we? What do you mean? Well, they're clearly about to go investigate a meteorite. And the only one I could think of in recent history on this planet is our dropship. Oh, you mean, you mean tell the folks on the ship? You mean tell the captain? Yeah. If we don't, that might be seen as a level of incompetence beyond comprehension for somebody. (laughs) For someone in charge. How long did it take for us to trek to this facility from where we landed? Um, It took y'all about eight minutes at at, at like a a fast jog slash like light run. All right. So, there, if, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Will. No, you go ahead. Um, there are other vehicles, though. This is the they're taking one of the vehicles, but there are others. They're taking the largest. Um, and um, I, oh, I was going to say, sorry. Um, y'all notice that it, you only see one person getting in the vehicle, but you could see like multiple people in, but they're kind of tinted windows. One of the people getting in is a security guard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. do we have a sense of how many people total? Um, it looks like there are uh, seven people in the vehicle at this time. So six scientists and one security, potentially. Potentially. What or... is our... I assume our escape pod is not also our escape pod. What is our extraction uh, from the no. situation? Um, the bottom half of it is actually a um, launch pad. So you'll actually get oh. back... Uh, um, it's This is an iron-bound a- exclusive, so to speak. <laughs> Um, only, only these pods have this, um, but they they basically have like a launcher on the bottom that gets you to orbit so that your ship can pick you up. I see a conundrum before us. If they are indeed about to set off to investigate this crashed meteorite that is our ship, they will find it. They will know that we are here. However, they will also bring it back to the facility, most likely, which will be easier to launch from. We can either try to stop them or let them bring our ship to us and risk being found out. Okay, so right quick, I will say this. Um, There is a small vessel on the uh, launch pad area. Um, There's a couple of them. Um, They're small. They're four people you can't fit very much like gear and stuff in there, but it's very much like you want to go up to the space station. Um, you want to go up, you know, um, to one of the other nearby planets. You can definitely hit a 
a, a streamline, um, get up in a space. So we don't need our uh, escape pod mm. to get back up to the ship necessarily. Technically, no. Okay. Um, Moment of silence for Quinlan. <laughs> and let's figure this out, how we're getting in this place. I mean, this is sort of perfect, right? If uh, either maybe they take out Zav or he gets in trouble for this and we get the hell out of here with the goods, we look like heroes. It would be beneficial if several of the personnel from this facility were removed from it temporarily. It would also establish a window. We will not have long to get in and then out. Clock's ticking. Dun, 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 dun. So are they um, around? Are these these people with their uh, their truck of questionable uh, make and model um, around <laughs> the, the port? Um, the, the, or do we just see them on our way there? Like as you're as you're coming over the ridge, you see like the last person getting in, and they take off. Okay, like, got they're... it. So this is yeah. post. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Well, I suppose if they're already off, rather than getting ready, then Helios is in favor of just continuing with the plan and uh, putting a little extra pep in our step. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. Let's move. Uh, so the good news is, is that uh, in regards to other vehicles there, there are basically four um, uh, small movers, um, um, small vehicles. Uh, they're basically like uh, snow skis on steroids. Um, they've got armor around them and things like that. Um, it, it's potentially because of like how just art like hitting a large ice structure and just keep going through it um, hmm. because of the way that they're. It's very aerodynamic. It doesn't look like it's built like uh, for fire, um, for uh, gunfights and things. You do notice that on this side, there are four very large units. Uh, there is something coming out the top, um, and there's large fans operating around them. That's potentially the ventilation systems. Uh, there's also in this area uh, three large units that look like uh, standard um, outdoor AC units. Um, and you've also got uh, a couple of what look like manholes, but they're on the side of the building, um, not on the ground. Hmm. I wonder if there's like a terminal or something where we can look in better detail at the schematics of this facility. Yeah, are any of us like decent hackers or proficient uh, with that kind of stuff? Well, uh, <laughs> I feel like we're 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 the quiet muscle. We're the <laughs> we're the big scary dude in the corner of the bar looking at you if you're misbehaving. <laughs> Shit, we should have brought Quinlan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, ironically speaking, Quinlan and Zav, uh, do have a little bit of skill in that. Um, of course. Um, but, um, sorry, I'm trying to, I hand wrote these character sheets out. I don't know why I do this to myself because I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> um, 
I didn't put a whole lot into y'all's technicals, so technically any of y'all can attempt a technical skill. Um, I'm pretty sure this is something I'm not good at. I will also I've... let y'all try intelligence because programming is under intelligence. Hmm. <coughs> sure. You know what? Helios is gonna gonna try to um, access a schematic on one of, on an exterior terminal if such a thing exists. Uh, yes. Um, every door has an exterior. Um, let me see here. So your intelligence is eight. Okay, so I'm just rolling a D10 plus eight. D10 plus eight. And should we say that we're we're at the door to the systems section? We should just pick a door, probably. Yeah, that's that was my my guess is that we would be trying to go but, towards the systems door, unless it was no, it was taking us around the side of the kitchen. I remember him saying that. Oh him yeah, saying yeah. that. Oh no! This is the mechanical. The, this is the mechanical. Yeah, the, yeah. Oh, this is mechanical. Yeah. Okay. So different. The easy way around, which have given you very or, or little bit of cover, was by kitchen. But the over the hill that was me to mechanical. Got it. Got to adjust great, great. my map. <laughs> uh, I got a fifteen. Um, nice. So you're able to like. It's not really. It's not under a heavy layer or anything like that. You're able to very easily get in and see kind of like the schematics of here. Um, but. But. That's a big but. Um, in this instance, I do not like big butts. The problem with the schematics that you're reading um, is that they they list where everything is. They show kind of where things are, but they're not labeled. There's no labeling on anything. Um, oh, great. How many of these exterior holes in general go to a safe location, and how many of them do not? So, so no, like, I can't tell which ones are specific, but just like as a general percentage of what is a safe entrance. So here's the fun part. Two of the giant manholes go to like little boxes. And by little, I mean, they look like to be about um, the size. They look to be probably about like a, a, a 20 by 20 room. And then another manhole goes into what looks like to be like an actual, like a lab or something. Maybe um, it, it's about like a, a 40 by 30 room. Okay, but I don't know which one is which. No, you can see which one of those is which. Okay. Um, it's just they're not labeled, so you don't know what those rooms are. I mean. So it looks like it could be likely a lab, but I don't know for sure. Exactly. The, the information that you received previously um, and that you saw on the ship, that size room is the same size as another room that you know for sure is a lab. How hard is it to open these manhole covers? Hmm. Oh, absolutely. It won't take anything at all, really. Okay. Um, I suggest that we investigate these manhole covers. I have some suspicions where they could lead. One of them seems like it could lead to a laboratory room. But I want to know... Essentially, uh, Helios wants to know if there's like any temperature differential or smell differential. And he is lacking in scent. Uh, 
so it would be easier to have one of you two stand in front of the manhole cover while it's open and kind of like, hmm. what are you perceiving from this? I wonder I, which one of us would have the better I, sense of smell. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Uh, <laughs> Does it Helios, smell like Helios, science? Helios is considering, and he, he'll explain this, considering sending uh, names. Chelsea, what is your character's name? I do not remember. Kevin. Sending Kevin <laughs> to fly down one of the tunnels to just kind of investigate real quick what's on the other side but it, they want to make sure that they're not sending you into like a boiler room yeah, or a trash pit or something like, like that five seconds like we i don't want to be time. responsible for dark the second oh no yeah yeah well, let me let me hit yeah, let me let me sniff around a little like you know got the, i got a good nose um and uh yeah i want to investigate um the area around these covers and if i can get any sense of what is you know down these passageways um so how much of them do you open i think mm. we'll go one at a time uh, are you gonna with... open are you gonna open it like a little bit like it's on hydraulics so it's gonna open it how far so you, you can want. just kind of crack it open yeah do you want to just crack it open or you want to like open it all the way i'll uh we'll start with cracking it open uh of a couple of inches Oh, and if there's nothing alarming, then we'll open it a little wider just to be sure. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, are you going to start with the ones that are the the 20 by 20 rooms, or are you going to start with the one that's potentially connected to a lab? The 20 the by lab... 20 rooms. Okay, oh, I, think. I would say the lab is probably the better bet, because if we can <clears throat> the lab we're looking for with the schematics, then boom, in, out, done, easy peasy. Hmm. And we have a higher suspicion that at least that might lead to more infor useful information because we know it's probably a laboratory unless there's something funky coming out of that manhole vent i right, so probably right so then yeah i guess the lab you crack it open just enough uh to get a sniff on it and it's you have to jump back because you just get like this overwhelming sense of just chemicals oh. um <laughs> And it, it's it's almost as if like somebody was trying to clean with chemicals that could basically melt the side of a starship hole. Um, Super bleach. Like it's it's just it's one of the most potent like chemical sets that you've ever encountered. Bleach. Right. Yes. Oh, it's something real stinky in there. I I don't know if they were cleaning or what what was going on. It, would I recognize any of those as a smell of a, like a lab specific chemical or is it like cleaning products? Um, so it, it, it's, it's a halfway mix between cleaning chemicals and stuff that you've smelled. Um, when you go to visit the science division, um, like when you go into the labs, uh, at the Ironbound headquarters, like, you know, they're like, Hey, we've got this new bullet that when, like, you shoot it at an enemy, it causes, like, slime to grow around them or, you know, like, fun things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Classic slug bullets. But, um, the, like, you get in there, and that's what it smells like. It smells like one of those labs. Like, just undeniably um, one of the ones that's working with uh, trying to invent and facilitate odd chemical creations. Does it? Is it the kind of thing that feels like it could be safely navigated down that tunnel or like the kind of thing that would cause chemical damage to someone who was in that? Um, 
there's no way to tell just by the smell because there's also a cleaning chemical smell. It may trigger like a safety feeling in the brain um, that, hey, they cleaned up after themselves, um, depending on how your character would react around that. If uh, you grew up in a household that cleaned a lot, that, you know, those chemicals mean, oh, hey, you know, my folks or you know, my family's cleaning. It's time to get in there and do that. Um, if that's a, a sensory trigger that happens, then, yeah, you're going to be just fine. Uh, or that you think it's just going to be fine. Um, if, if you're not from an environment that cleans a lot um, and necessarily your division of Ironbound isn't necessarily like a super clean one, um, that may not be there. So, hmm. um, uh, Is this the kind of tunnel that, like, uh, what's the... What's the direction of this? Is it like a straight shot through the facility or does it like do a sharp drop or is it like a slope um, that we can see from where we're at? No, it's a straight shot. But what you're what you're looking at is like a dark room. Like you can't see mm -hmm. anything at the other end of this um, when you're peering in. And according to the schematic, how far how long is this tunnel? Um, uh, if I can, if, if it doesn't measure just like a ballpark. Considering how big the opening is and considering that you can see the opening versus how long it is, um, this opening is probably about uh, six and a half feet uh, in uh, diameter. And it looks like this is probably a little bit over two, so you're probably at about like um, – or a little over about three. Um, so you're probably somewhere in the ballpark of like 20 feet away. 20 feet away from the room that it is connecting to. That's not a lot. No. All right. Oh, that might be why it's so pungent. That might be why it's so pungent. Mm -hmm. I'm totally listening. I will be just on the other do side. We, do we want to walk can either, whatever that is? We can either find another access point or, as he turns over his shoulder, we can consider that we are on a clock and send Kevin down to investigate. If anything starts to feel wrong, painful, uh, fly back. But I feel like it would be wise for us to quickly investigate the room on the other side of this, find out if it is it a, an, a viable access point, and then all go through the tunnel if Kevin deems it safe to do so. You cool with that, Kevin? Not, not to turn uh, you into an experiment, but we are short on time. Uh... Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'll knock on the tunnel three times if it's clear. That way, we're not making too much noise. We we have we have comms. Yeah, I know, but you never know what's between here and there. It's always good to have a backup plan. Okay. <laughs> tunnels, tunnels echo, and voice is less suspicious than sound, or than the sound of knocking immediately. We will be listening for your signal one way or another. Okay. I'm just saying, some some labs are probably like lead lined or have some kind of like oh no frequencies in here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. all right, <clears throat> so I will uh, I will fly down and see what's what's going on with the uh, with the cleaning products. <laughs> um, so you get to the other end and you realize that there's a shutter on a a window. It's a very large window. Um, and the shutter is protective. Um, it's, it's, y'all have seen this, you've seen this kind of shutter before. 
um, it, it's a blast shield slash um, high environment. Like, you can basically... Um, you could basically turn that room into like a void. Um, you can suck out all the oxygen, um, and you're on the part that that can happen to. Um, <laughs> because of the way that the shield is, cool. you recognize that. Um, <clears throat> so it looks like what happens is it, also considering the fans and everything that's in this room, you think that you're in a test site. Ah, this is not safe. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get out now. There is a door that leads into the rest of the facility, um, and it looks like it is the same kind of pad that's on the exterior. Um, okay. It's a physical number pad, and y'all do have the code to get in. Oh, okay. There's a door um, from the inside of the vent that leads into the lab. Correct. Okay. Okay. Um. This is probably real dumb. <laughs> and try my comms be like can y'all hear me can they hear me can, can we yes hear? yes okay yes hey. okay um so i'm in a specimen room or an experiment room i'm gonna get out of here real quick because i don't know what they're doing the shutters are down just gonna just gonna open the door on the other side um It'll probably cancel the experiment and uh, alert everyone. But I don't know how much time I have. So I'm, as I'm saying this, I'm walking over to the door to open it. So Should I, we follow after you? I will say this much. You do know that like, if somebody was doing an experiment, they would probably have the shutters open watching what happens. <clears throat> Unless it was an explosion and they just wanted to see the aftermath. Maybe, yeah, but there's nothing in here except for you. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, we're good. Actually, we're in the clear. There's nothing set up or anything. Yeah, uh, go ahead and come in. And, uh... I suppose uh, we will... It's a little cozy coming down, so be careful. I suppose we will follow after. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna try to, like, find something to cover my nose so that I don't have to breathe too much of the... Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, you, you're part of Ironbound. Uh, you totally have like a mask that you can put on. Yeah, yeah. Would we? Would Zab let us have that? Does Zab take our, our standard equipment off? We may have to roll for that, actually. <laughs> it's a percentile dice to see I mean, what Zab did and didn't steal from you. We no, don't no, have no. armor. No, no, no. Um, so look, the the gear that you have on right now is the type of gear that you would want to. Like, outside of the snowsuit, you would want to have that stuff on you in the drop pod just in case. Mm. Okay. Um, so... crewmate caught on fire and there's fumes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to happen to us. Every so often. All right, yeah. I'm, I've, I've got my, um, my ventilator on then, and I'm <clears> uh, <throat> trekking through this after Helios. Is it possible for me to close the vent behind us or is that something that like is not physically possible to do because of where the controls are for it um so there's actually it, it, it's not controls it's um it, it's just it's just physical means of opening it is it possible to open it from inside uh yes you do see that the way that it's set up 
Um, it is easier to open on the exterior than it is the interior, but you very much can do so. I'm okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or good. Somebody clip that. <laughs> <laughs> My chair left from under me. Okay. Um, all right, like, so, so we have done. we have a way out. Oh yeah, no uh, um, of the facility. Then basically, it, it's 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 a hydraulic door is what it is, but it's a, it's a very circular manholeish looking shape. Oh, so you can just like okay. grab the lip and pull it down, and it'll actually probably since it's hydraulic, will probably mm -hmm. just complete the pull behind you. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like it's it's if you basically pull it up and leave it. It's gonna like stop, but if you grab it and movement, it's it's gonna start coming on its own. Uh, there is a little bit of a handle on the inside, which is great for pulling it shut. Um, but that handle is not gonna give you much for pushing it open. You do realize that you're probably gonna have to have two people pushing at different areas to kind of open it. All right. Oof. All right. We'll just make sure that two out of three of us don't die. <laughs> uh, well, should should we just leave it cracked open a little, or? It's not hydraulics. It's just gonna. Unless you like find like that weird point in the hydraulic mm -hmm. where it, whatever like, the tension called. cancels out, then yeah. it'll just close on its own or open on its own. Yeah. Uh, so no, no, we'll close it behind us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we get down. We go into the well, hopefully as a laboratory through the door, <laughs> which we have the punch card for or punch key for. Y'all didn't see that. You're right, I didn't. No, y'all didn't, but um, I, on the wrong browser, I was pulling up something that y'all potentially are going to see inside. and oh, It was dang. right where the dice roller was. I was like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> oh. Um, so y'all get in. All right, sorry. Um, so y'all get inside, and there's this actually is a lab, um, and you realize that like what they're they're testing here is uh, some type of a microbial agent, um, a very small species uh, that lives here. Um, it very much. Um, remind y'all of uh, the creature that was used to synthesize and cause uh, the zombie outbreaks about uh, 500 years ago. Um, Sorry, um, what? <laughs> I feel like we should tattle on them. I feel like <laughs> yeah, now it is, it is less about getting the schematics for whatever the crap we were looking at for, but like, oh yeah, the oxygen atmosphere stuff i feel like this is a little more important than that if they're messing with this this so um there, there's that thing that there's a fungus that causes uh insects predominantly ants to basically become like zombies like <laughs> um and so like that <laughs> that was what Are happened on that list yeah um and so I... 500 years ago um Why? The Zombeetle. Uh, basically, like 500 years ago, uh, it was synthesized 
and used to create like massive like zombie populations um and so uh it, it was kind of a but it was it could hit anybody no matter you know like what level of you know Death zombie <laughs> yeah uh technically speaking it could um uh if it was in an enclosed environment like a suit and you were unable to get out of the suit before it had like could release its spores then yeah it would intermingle with the gases and oof cause uh, it to yeah i have a question or i'm a, <clears throat> yes I'm look around for a second do i see any insignias or anything slightly umbrella shaped that might give me a clue <laughs> as to who we're dealing with here well yeah no um no, no. y'all know who this is um they're a smaller firm um they're Talarian uh arms and um arms and health uh, like they're they, in so much trouble right now they they basically are constantly behind like y'all aren't even competition for them hii isn't even competition for them like they're so far behind technologically and everything like that mm -hmm. that like they're just always trying to catch up like they can't oh, do anything yeah. so like they're catch so up far behind they're looking bottle. at the zombie thing from 500 years ago like oh what's yeah. this they're, they're willing to take a lot of risk <gasps> no, they it... run on internet explorer <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh we should not leave this here um we shouldn't exactly take it with us either you do... we have Go ahead. You do notice something different. What happened um, about 500 years ago, which any level of education, you would have heard about this because it was just a massive thing. Like it was, it's, it's taught in every kind of school there is across the galaxies. Um, it was a special kind of fungus that was growing in places, releasing the spores. It was a very obvious sign of things. What they're dealing with here isn't fungus related at all. But you can see through the information that they've left out, all the different things, and the fact that there are little bugs in a container. Um, there's two containers. One's uh, labeled zombie, and the other one's labeled um, regular. Um, <laughs> they don't even it's like Abby Normal for the brain yeah. chart. It's like, jeez. Um, and you could see like how they're interacting very differently. Um, they've got a control group. They're watching exactly what happens. And the thing is, is there's no fungus in there. There's no spores or anything like that. <clears throat> um, but like the liquid that they're drinking is very weird looking. Um, it's almost, um, um, it, it's almost like it's liquid metal is the best way to describe it. Um, and every time the ones in the zombie ones drink from this thing of like liquid, um, they just seem to like push further and further away from like their own sentient consciousness. Liquid metal, a weapon to surpass metal gear. So, <laughs> so we're looking around, we see these zombugs, uh, experiment. Um, do we, well, I suppose we probably don't carry any kind of explosives on our person as a standard. Um, not that I think helios would even suggest uh that sort of sabotage um is that there's computers in here i assume um like uh, with storage and data on them and whatnot um, uh so the, the computers that you do see here um 
their hard drive is only about 80 gigs. Um, it's just enough for the operating system and room for virtual memory because it connects back to a main database. They don't want somebody to be able to take a computer out of here without with any information directly on it. Um, these are these are basically just server consoles is what it is. Just um, a bunch of Raspberry Pis. Not All even right. like you can't even like you can't even copy things over. Y'all seen these before only because like um, when you've been in other like top secret labs, these same types of computers are used. There's no you could plug in a device and get information off of it. Um, yeah. But like there's no actually getting. Um, there's no actually like taking one and having like a copy of the information. Once you get X amount of, you know, yards, feet miles kilometers however their tower is set up like it stops transmitting and there's just nothing on it all right um y'all do know that what y'all are seeking out is actually um there are physical plans for what y'all are seeking out because it has mm -hmm. to do um with something else and this is something mm -hmm. they don't even want on their servers sorry physical plans okay <laughs> Our mission is not to interfere with this experiment, upsetting though it may be. We can contact somebody higher along in command, and if they deem it necessary, we have a ship that can blast this facility off this rock. Until such a time, we must continue and find what find the plans that we're seeking. I mean, we could just smash it right now. I would not recommend that. I don't. I don't think that would work. Have we heard from our, our boys back on the dropship anything? Uh, no. Um, okay. Radio silence. Should we Just call them? Thankfully. No. <laughs> you sure I you don't want... Too. I'm really good at smashing you guys. You sure you don't want me to smash this? Yeah. Silos, you enjoy movie media? Tell me one instance of a zombie-related film. <laughs> where releasing the virus ended well. Hmm. And Helios is going to start I actually take a minute to, I actually take a minute to, to go through all the zombie movies that I've seen. Ah, uh, no. Uh, you okay. do remember one where they basically burned down an entire um, facility to try and contain the virus and um, because one person was bitten, got out, it got out. And that's the only reason that there were 20 more sequels. <laughs> um, yeah, Helios we'll, is going to head for the door maybe we'll uh, burn it down lab. before we leave um, as you're exiting the door you do notice some uh, environmental controls and uh, on those controls it actually has the ability to in case of an emergency basically light this entire room on fire um, it also has the uh, it, it's contained like this one module will burn not the whole facility just that one module um the when other you thing... say when you say module do you mean just the room um or or the the one cockroach or beetle ant whatever bug it was <clears throat> no no no. um on the um on the plans the way that it is is it's basically like um the best way to describe it is imagine putting a bunch of travel trailers next to each other and then building a surface oh, to yeah. connect them Mm. that's how this Got facility it. is built it's like little um pods that are connected to each other um the pod that you're in had two other rooms connected to it 
Um, so if you hit those controls, it would light up all three of those rooms. Like this one pod would be what goes up, not the whole facility. All right. Well, that would draw attention and would also potentially destroy what we're looking for in one of the other two uh, areas that we have not checked yet. So Helios is not going to suggest we do that. No, you do know that this pod is not connected. The only reason that you don't know what's in this pod is because it wasn't on the plans. The plans that y'all had were if you go in the mechanical door, you go over to this pod, you get in. If you go in through the front door, this is here. You go in through the kitchen Mm. door. Like you only know about the pod that you're trying to get to, which is actually in the dead center of the facility. Okay. Helios will still not suggest that we do that because he suspects that this will draw attention if we set a fire in part of the facility. Even if it is contained, there's probably sensors somewhere. And uh, is going to leave and beckon you to follow him uh, unless anybody has a reason to stay in this room. We we can't hear you. Oh, yeah. Think about it this way, though. We set this on... Kevin's just going to be following behind Helios, kind of talking about this quietly. Like, think about it this way. If we set the incineration on a timer, we could clear an easier pathway to either get to our dropship or one of the ships here to get off planet while they're dealing with the fire. Is it possible for us to do that? Oh, absolutely. And while you're messing with the settings, you also notice another option. How convenient. Um, (laughs) You can actually um, hit it so that it's uh, sprinklers go off. And then um, as the sprinklers are going off, it cuts uh, to way below freezing inside of that room. Hmm. It's uh, because not all of the biological agents that they're working with will die by fire. The only other option is to freeze them. All right. For the next crew to discover in 200 years. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Fun. Only if you do the wrong one. If you do the right one, then... Set a timer for 10 minutes. You are very confident in our ability to find whatever we're looking for. All right, okay. let's go. Yeah. Well, we only have we only have eight minutes till they get to the dropship anyway, so gotta hustle. True. Okay. So we start hustling. We're looking for the plans. Uh, so y'all get through. There's um, basically three clusters of pods in the center, um, and y'all need to get to the centermost cluster. Um, as you're passing the outer cluster, you notice um, um, the security pod. Um, you notice the security pod, and there are three people inside right now. Uh, one is in uniform, and two people are in more casual clothing. Um and they are all facing away from their computers. Uh, facing away from the computers. You can see the computers off to the right-hand side. They're all over on the left-hand side. Uh, the one that's in uniform is drinking coffee. The other two um, have brought like what looks like maybe lunch um, and some baked goods. So they have no idea what's about to happen. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> Okay, so 
how is the door like we could see in inside the pod um they obviously haven't noticed us how much cover does the door and adjoining walls give us like as far as the sneaking by okay amount um not necessarily enough um but this is what y'all are trained for you that's all true. you all have a stealth of six um and that's on your reflex as well mm -hmm. oh, okay yeah so let's just sneak by we know it's on the centermost pod so let's let's do this okay I just realized I didn't give y'all another stat. Um, I'm about to add that right now. Um, it may or may not come in handy, but uh, you also all have shadowing slash avoid pursuit. Oh, nice. That's um, and I just a now, really good thing to have. I just realized y'all might need this, so I'm adding that. It's an intelligence one, so it's going after your intelligence. Okay, so it doesn't affect the stealth roll. No, no. I just... Um, if you go back and you look, you'll see it on there, and I just want to make sure that y'all do actually see it. It's after your intelligence, because it's intelligence-based. Okay. I got a 23. <laughs> um, For stealth, you do you do reflex plus... Um, reflex plus stealth plus a d10. All right, so for those at home that are not familiar with our Talsorian games, uh, Mekton Zeta specifically... Uh, the way that the game works is that the players describe what they're going to do. You decide on a difficulty level. An easy is a 10. An average is a 15. Um, I forget what things are called after that. I just know the different levels by numbers. Um, difficult is a 20. Very difficult is a 25. And nearly impossible is a 30. Now, something that I do that's uh, not exactly in the rules. If I tell people, um, which by the way, this is a, because they're not looking at everything and all that. It's an easy difficulty, so you just have to beat a 10. Um, every difficulty level that they beat after that, I add on to what they're able to get away with. Uh, so, for instance, Will's character uh, got a tw uh, over a 23, uh, which means that they went two levels of difficulty above what they needed to hit. And ironically, so did Emilio's character. Um, so not only are they able to get by without being detected, they're able to avoid the camera so they're not even going to be on later footage. Um, you know, they're going to get to, they're going to get to add, basically add to what they do. So, um, they're basically going to be able to, oh, Mrs. You got 23. Yeah, I, I did pretty good. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I rolled a 15. I thought I, we Not rolled at the same time and I saw a number and I assumed it was mine. <laughs> Not a problem. I misread that. So, um, so Will, you've only got one level of difficulty above them. So, uh, the both of y'all, because... This facility's security system, um, it's an ice planet with everything that's going on. Like, their security is not the best, and you're not quite sure why. Um, but it works out in y'all's favor. Y'all are able to ghost it. Um, Will, uh, your character is still not used to being inside of a spacesuit constantly. And um, you Very may or may not be re you may or may not be detected by security cameras later. You you beat the difficulty of getting past the security booth, um, but you may be detected later on a a, a separate footage um, if they go back and check old footage. 
Thankfully, I have no defining features. I am a cloud of gas. I suppose that's the defining feature, but... Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty, uh, pretty distinct. To be fair, they'd have to be able to see inside the suit to know that. That's true. Um, yeah, no, y'all are able to get it through, and you get over to the room, and as the door opens... Oh, no. There is a security guard inside, the one making the rounds, and they're a little bit in shock. Um, so let's go ahead and get initiative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In I shock. definitely He's about to be stunned. I definitely want to jump on this guy right away. I know. Um, like, <laughs> it's like tackle him, tackle him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yep. And I'm sorry. Can can you remind us what we roll for initiative? Uh, yeah, um, it is uh, just a straight uh, D10 plus uh, your reflex. D10 plus reflex, okay. Which is my best stat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're ironbound infiltrators. It's it's kind of got to be. <laughs> True. I Heck got yeah. actually a 15. <laughs> oh, no. It's a 12 for me. Oh, no. All right. Uh, I got a 14. I'm not good at math, guys. It looks well, like a 14 to me. That's why it's scary it out for I you. That's it for you. I'm looking at a, a... I work at a bank, and I'm not good at math. Oh, no. This it's poor this... guard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the guard, the guard gets last. Um, yeah, he does. <laughs> Wait. Oh yeah, no, that doesn't. <clears throat> I don't think that you keep rolling on initiative. Oh right. Do you boost? No. We'll say no for right now. I don't um, think you do. For those not in the know, uh, this is a, uh, a rollover system, uh, but it's also if you roll a 10 on the D10, uh, you get to keep rolling until you don't roll 10s. Um, but if you roll a 1, um, which that's right, because you can't go... Uh, it's just a straight roll for... Um, yeah. An, it's an un... Not unmodified, because you get to modify it, but uh, the D10 does not explode. Let's put it that way. Uh, so, yeah, top of initiative. Um, Will... Um, we don't want to make a lot of noise. I think I'm just going to go for hand-to-hand and uh, try to knock this guy out. Okay. I'm assuming that's what H2H means on the sheet. Absolutely. Um, and that is, that'll be H, so four plus, is that six, or what do I add besides my hand-to-hand to that? Uh, no, that would be it. Just the four? Oh, okay. no, I'm so sorry. Uh, the, it's reflex and that. Remember, you always okay, got just okay. that and that. Sorry. Got it. So it's four and six, so ten. Give me a 20. 16. Okay. Oh, I just realized. No, no, they're an NPC. That's fine. Um, so hand-to-hand is actually going to give them a slight little advantage, maybe. Um, wait, no. I 
uh, it's their evade roll, which is they don't get anything on. So they just get their reflex, which they don't have a very good reflex. Uh, so they do not manage to succeed. Um, so why don't you go ahead and roll a d10 for where you hit, and then um, decide... Oh, um, and then uh, duh, 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 for hand-to-hand, um, I'm guessing you're punching uh, or kicking, because those are the only two that would not modify your previous roll. Okay. Um, and uh, a punch is... 1d2, uh, and a kick is 1d3. I guess I'll do a d3. Uh, I can't do a d3. I'll do a d6. That's what it is. And then whatever. So 1, 2, 1, 2, th- or 3, 4 is 2, 5, 6 is 3. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so I got a 6 on my d10 roll, and I got a one two a 1 for damage. Okay. Uh, for those at home that have never played uh, Artel Soaring Games or anything like that, um, you get to automatically attempt to evade the attack that happens. It's an automatic defense roll, um, so to speak. Uh, so you'll just hit your evade if you have it. If not, it's just your reflex to try and dodge or something that attack. Um, and if you fail, then you do damage. You also get to choose where, which uh, a six is going to be the left arm. Uh, and you're I'm kicking his left arm. Oh my gosh. I don't have to worry about stretching. Um, Isn't that the first limb we took out on the other guy? Yes. We, we have a thing for left arms. <laughs> We're renaming the show to the left arms. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, um, what was the what's the penalty for a called shot? <laughs> I was thinking a cool name for a show would be Left of Arms. Mm. <laughs> I can find the called shot for mechs very easily, but I don't see the called shot for humanoids. <laughs> that's okay i, I think i'm not exists. making a called shot right now yeah yeah <laughs> um, it's like no thank you uh yeah so let's see here there sorry i couldn't find their character sheet i accidentally closed it um all right so there. Sorry, I had to mark that. Now, um, you didn't do enough. Just put them on. Uh, So, y'all, you didn't do enough damage to stop um, them. You do have one more attack. Do you want to try and attack them again? Oh, yeah. All right. Then. Do you want a called shot now? That's their defense. Um, I don't know where the called shots are, so let's not. I do do not want to. I do not want a called shot. We're not going to need it. We we we're just good at this. That's All right, true. I rolled a fifteen, just... a fifteen to uh, kick them. Yeah, uh, that that four is what I rolled as the evade. So and five location, and with three damage. So three damage to location five, whatever that is. Um. 
Sorry, folks, for getting up and down. Uh, I have a small child that is right Being here. Being butt. Uh, so, let's see here. You did... Y'all ever have too many windows open? <laughs> there we go. Um... Uh, so five damage to location five. Location five is going to be the right arm this time. It is only it is only three damage because it is a D3. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, so that is the half hits. So they actually have to roll under their stun. Um, so if you take half damage or more on one location, you have to roll stun to see if you are able to continue on. Um, and considering that the, wow, wow, by one. Mm. So yeah, no, um, this security guard that was caught off guard that you just like kicked twice, um, uh, is like, is not <laughs> stunned. Like he's, he's just like, all right, let's keep doing this then. Um, <laughs> um, and you have a move action. Um, you did, uh, he wasn't exactly in the doorway, so you had to move into the room. Uh, do you want to move, like, further into the room? Um, it's basically a conference room. There's a lot of different kinds of plans and documents and um, three-ring binder type uh, things all around with information. Do you want to move further into the room uh, to put yourself on the other side of the table or anything uh, from his future attacks? Or um... I want to I want to put him on... I want to move so that I'm on the opposite side of him from the other two... Uh, Members of the party. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, not not an issue at all with your even uh, even with half move. The room isn't very big, uh, so yeah, you'd be able to easily get around him. Um, and Chelsea, um, yeah, uh, gunshots not a good idea considering security room down the hall. It's an energy pistol. Okay. Oh, okay. Is it silent? <laughs> it does not say that they are not silent and dissipating energy is a, like, like, I figure if anything, it's like... It's probably like a popping noise or some kind of... It's like, woo, woo, woo. Like, small explosion. I mean, I've always just kind of considered it to be something more along the lines of, like like a small like a woo 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 or like a woo or like like yeah either way i don't want to make noise i'm just gonna stab him <laughs> okay <laughs> you're gonna use your mono knife yeah i don't want him to make noise either well i'm gonna stab him and then i'm gonna cover his mouth yeah yeah <laughs> and then he's gonna be touched by a bug which depending on how like yui he is about <laughs> bugs. one of the bugs turned into a human <laughs> or a humanoid so that's gonna be the, the zombie right? Oh, yes, yes. I also just realized. Uh, good thing he didn't get stunned. Um, his health is actually a little bit higher because uh, he does have some armor on. Oh, okay. Um, oh, some somebody's got armor. Somebody's commander funds their expeditions correctly, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, we notice now. The, the <laughs> Everybody notices. <laughs> the good news is is that you're able to basically reduce um, the uh, 
with the mono knife, you're able to reduce uh, the enemy's SP by uh, by a third. Okay. Um, so basically, it's going to ignore most of the armor. Um, okay. So. So it's just one d ten plus my blades, Gil. Uh, one d ten plus reflex plus your blades. Ah. Okay. Just watch this giant beetle whip out a switch knife. It's like a Gary Larson comic. <laughs> um, <clears throat> That's pretty good. Let's see if this works. Nope, they didn't defend. Cool. I'm just gonna like stab him, grab his mouth, and just like slowly lower him to the ground. Are you going for a knockout? Yeah. I'm leading with the knife, but then I'm gonna like get around him and just like shh. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. No. Anytime you want to do a knockout, as long as you succeed and they're not able to um, defend. Um, then you've knocked them out. Cool. If anyone wants to finish him off, it'd be great. Is he? Do you need to roll something to um, knock him out now, or do, is that post? You did knock him out. No, this is post. Uh, they're knocked out. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think Helios is going to finish him off. Just you know, Just pull, witnesses. Pull, and pull out his knife real quick and uh, stab him in someplace crucial. Um, yeah, no, you're able to do that. Um, throw him under the conference table, take his gun if he has one. Oh, armor, get the armor. Oh, yeah, right. While they're, oh, while they're taking care it, of, while they're taking care of the security, can I just take a look around and make bad sure armor's no one else worse. Is... Bad, bad armor is better than no armor. Yeah. True. Uh, there's nobody in the hallway that y'all just came from. Um, there are a couple of screens inside the room showing, um, the cameras in the hallways just immediately around um, outside of y'all. There's nobody on those screens. Okay. Are, do I see cameras in this room looking at us? Not that you see. Hate that phrasing. <laughs> yeah. That's the Not worst. objective. <laughs> I want an objective answer to you. <laughs> it's like, um, does this guy have anything useful on him? Does he have besides weaponry? Um, I assume he has some sort of weaponry, and I'm taking that. Can I take his armor and put it on? Uh, yeah, you can add that armor <clears throat> over on top. Um, it's um, it's going to be. I was trying to get to that while y'all were talking. Um, Uh, so it's it's a specialty version of a uh, a suit, um, of a of a standard spacesuit. Um, so it's only going to offer three. Okay. Does he have any kind of comms on him? Yes, yes, he does. I'm gonna take that and listen for a minute because that's important. I think. Probably just take it with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's idea. a simple earbud, just like y'all's, um, and it's uh, it doesn't matter which ear that you put it in. 
Um, okay. Um, thumbing around through the stuff that's on the table, is this where the stuff we're looking for is, or is this just... Oh, absolutely. And, it is. Um, All right. Jackpot. Jackpot. At first, you're sure that they don't have anything useful, because what you're finding is um, different kinds of paperwork in regards to mechs that y'all already have up and running and it's sort of like a this is how we can copy what they've done type thing um which is very common for y'all y'all are very used to that uh as a as an organization um but then you find something in there that is alarming to say the least There was a prototype mech that was designed by another organization, and they uh, used it in a battle against Ironbound. Um, uh, so some organizations, instead of just being like, yeah, we're just going to take whoever the cheapest bidder is, what they do is they choose uh, a mega corporation, something like that will choose like a backwater planet or something, um, and have people, organizations battle it out to see who is more effective. And they'll have different kinds of things. Like, if they're going to need somebody for corporate espionage, they'll be like, cool, we set up a, a facility. We want to see how far the people can get in there, get the information, get out. You know, um, a quick version and, you know, like, what would they be able to do if they already had passes to get in, you know? Um, and so there was an Ironbound versus another organization, and they're a much smaller one. Um, they only have about 500,000 employees versus y'all's, like, 20-plus million. And... They had a mech that was just a lot faster, a lot more stable in a lot of ways, um, and its armor was about as par uh, was about on par with y'all's. But the strange thing is, is that it the plating on it was not thick enough to be able to withstand as much as what y'all were able to do, um, and it seemed like that was really what it was. Is it something to do with the plating more than it is the mech itself, and what they have there is what appears to be designs and everything for that plating. Hmm. Because the mech design looks very similar to what y'all saw. Well, we should definitely take this, this but we important. should also this... keep looking for that other thing we're supposed to find. Is this not what we're looking for? No, that's what no. you're looking for. Oh, is it? Okay. okay. Yeah, this is this is the stuff. We're taking okay. this stuff. Mhm. Mm yeah, no, it's it's basically like it's like it's it's so it's a it's basically a double thing. Like it's how to build that mech, which really is just a basic like base platform with just some of this special new plating. But the plating is really what y'all are here for. Okay, cool. So yeah, <laughs> let's go. We got the plating. Um, how much time has elapsed since our timer? Uh, only about four minutes. Um, oh. Right on schedule. All right. Let's uh let's book it back to let's move quickly as he picks up the binders and folders and whatnot. Um do we have like a backpack or something among us that we could stuff this stuff into? Uh, or do we have to okay. And stuff this stuff in our backpacks and uh start moving back towards the laboratory, get my rifle out and have it ready in case we come across anyone. I think I have a rifle. I think I that's think the thing I remember. That's... I have a rifle. That's... Yes, I have an. Yep, isn't it? Yeah. Is that our cat screaming? 
Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, sorry, <laughs> our... <sighs> Scooby-Doo's me... in heat, so... <laughs> yep. Um... So uh, let me take point, team. I'll, uh, I'll sniff out anything that's coming our way. Helios will not stop you. That Yeah, that sounds right. So as you start um, getting out the door, you do hear something on their comms. Um, all right, when they come out the door, we got to blast them away, okay? <laughs> uh, They're Canadian. <laughs> okay. Come out the door. We didn't come in through the door, so... I mean, we came in through a door. We, we came okay, in through, is this the like, only door vent. into this room? Does it sound like they're talking about, like... I suppose they just said a door. And we haven't seen anybody as we leave the conference room, right? So it couldn't be that door. Uh, the the thing is that the cameras in the hallways only point directly to those hallways. If somebody was around the corner, you wouldn't know. Uh... Okay. But, like, are we still in the conference room when we hear that? Or are we already out of the conference room and moving oh. down the hallways? No, she's uh, the only one that hears it. Uh, it's is Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> okay, so and I assume problem. Kevin t informs us of that. Oh yes, it's of right course. before y'all walk out the doors. Well, when so you say the doors, so we're, we the plan was to head back to the lab and crawl back out the vent that we came in through. Well, I don't know if that's a great plan considering we only have six minutes before it incinerates. So we might. find another well, route well they just said that they're going to blast anybody who exits out the doors right is that there does another? not sound like a solid plan do we have is is the door we came in through the only door out no there is a door on both sides um and they're they're directly across from each other okay so Okay, so we do this on, like, a fairly regular basis, right? Yeah, we're an infiltration team. Right. Do I have, a, like, a smoke grenade or, like, a flashbang or... Uh, yeah, you can have a smoke grenade. Okay. So, uh, take your pick, this door or this door. Can you... Can you... You're, you're pretty good at voices kevin can you get on the comms and tell them to go to a certain door and then we can just go to the other one uh yeah say say like i just saw them coming out of door b with that are the doors labeled a and b <laughs> how are the are the doors labeled are that's a really good question there is no labeling on the doors that you you can see Shit. okay foiled again it's it's a uh, fairly small facility. Like, there's only twenty people here. Um, okay. There's three pods gonna... for like sleeping. Tell, tell or... them we're at the kitchen doors. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell them they're, that we're headed away from security and see what they do. Does that sound good? Sure. Isn't, <laughs> isn't security in the middle? Right, but we're on one. We just walked past security, so. Maybe tell them what we're headed towards as opposed to what we're headed away from. Right. What? Are we? Which direction are we going? Hold on. <laughs> 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 
tell them we're moving out towards the kitchen exit of the facility. Yeah. Okay. Because we are not. I'm trying to think about how that guy sounded when I stabbed him. So I can make kind of an amalgamation of his, vo- of his voice. Actually, sorry. Because I don't think he actually said anything before we stabbed him. Nope. So I don't know what he sounds like. <laughs> so you're like, just imitate his voice. Okay. You know, generic card voice. Maybe we drop the voice imitation plan. Yeah, maybe it's not the best way. <laughs> I mean, Suck it I out of his soul. It. I mean, I could do it. Um, also, I'm a bug. Can I just like get up on the ceiling and sneak out and see where they're at? Um, so here's the thing. Your body is inside of a suit. Can your suit do that? Well, can I take my suit off and give it to them? I don't mind just, being naked. I have no shame in my body. <laughs> you you can. Yeah. Well, you said you said that the temperature was dealable. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe she'll well, be I fine mean, out. We're in also the cold. in the facility, which I'm sure is temperature controlled at of least course. a little bit. Oh, absolutely. It's it's a nice warmish. Uh, so yeah, there. it's comfy. I'm stripping. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I hand you one of the shots. <laughs> I, yeah, actually, I think I think Kevin's gonna take it now because you know, naked bug on the ceiling might not. Uh, there's several reactions that can happen there. None of them are good. So uh, yeah, so um, Kevin's gonna get up on the ceiling, kind of open the door a little bit, slide out, figure out which hallway they're down. So right quick, what is your tolerance like? You've already had two shots here. No, just one, I think. No, just one. Because my other I one, thought... I was like, I was like, my mouth is kind of a problem. No, this one's Kevin. Kevin's figuring out. It's kind of a this motion. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> you. Which door are you crawling out of again? Should I crawl out the door we came in from? Or like the, door, the... the door near where we came in from? Yeah. Yeah, let's say that. Okay. Let's say that that should be the plan. Okay, that's the plan. I'm going to check that one first. Which is the, the mechanical systems door, I think, is where uh, we were I near when also, we entered. Uh, I will also be bringing a gun just in case. <laughs> you know. Make the gun. <laughs> So the door opens and you crawl out along the ceiling and it's like the Spider-Man meme. The, which one? Yeah, because there's also crawling along. Um, no way. Oh, how do I do this? How do I show you all this? Um, I mean, I, I Are we in one of those test facilities? Is there another team competing against Ironbound to see who can steal this information? Yeah. I mean, technically, we're winning because we have it. Oh, no, it won't let me show. Okay, I was trying to show you all something, but instead it's going to show you all like a, a T-tiny corner. Um, and I don't want to resize that and lose everything. So, um, no, like it's, it's a grotesque. Um, like, this person has 
done some body modification to themselves. Like they they want to look scary, but like on the armor or not the armor, but on the shirt that they're wearing, it's the local security uniform emblem. Like there's security for here, um, uh, but they're also a a, a uh, they're also their ancestors are also uh, some type of beetle as well. Hmm. Um, they're a little more humanoid and, and, and more of their mouth parts are a little bit more humanoid uh, with like a little bit of like a pincer action but um, most likely uh, if you have to think about something it is most likely um, related to the scarab beetle cool cool so and you has Kevin gotten far enough away yet that we don't see this happening the two of us Oh no, 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 no. Kevin like goes out into the hallway. Like you see on the camera, Kevin get out there and then you see like something turn the corner and they're like this dark blue color. All right. And they're both well, like nose to nose. Um, Helios okay. is going out with gun. Yeah. We've been have to go. Time to Rudy tooty point and shooting. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all are going to run out that door as well. Yeah, I suppose so. Okay. Thanks for not sacrificing Kevin on this one, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, let's get some initiative rolls. Um, okay, so you get a... Nine total. Where is my initiative? There it is. Oh, oh! I have to roll. There we go. 18. Sorry, I read the wrong number. So their initiative is actually... Okay. Still last. (laughs) Oh, no, before they would have gone before... uh, uh, Oh, I see. I see. That's a 16. I thought the 16 was ours. Oh, yeah, I only, have, I only have a 13. Got it. Oh. Oh, yeah, you do, so. Yeah, terrible. It's... All right. Um. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will, you're going to get a chance to go first. Um, I suppose I'm going to move into a position to pop off two shots at this scarab beetle. Oh, yeah, no, this assumes, like, when you said that, like, you ran into the hallway after, uh, this assumes that you're already in the hallway. All right, well, then I'm going to shoot this scarab beetle. All right. Uh, let's see here. It's, uh, Helios is... Where's my rifle button? Not button. Oh, no, am I just, uh, I thought I was rifle, but I only see blade and handgun, so I suppose I'll be doing that. All right, and this guard is a little more ready. Maybe. Let's see if they're able to... We tied. Uh-oh. What does that mean? Um, I, I give it to the players. Okay. Ooh. I, I If you tie, no matter whether you're the defender or the attacker, I give it to the players. All right, um, so it's meter beast. So seven for the location. And then what is my pistol damage? Uh, yeah, these are energy pistols, so your choice of one to four. 
But remember, you've only got so many shots before uh, you're out of ammo and need to reload. And reloading is a whole action. I am so, cranking that. Uh, yeah, I was going to say crank it because that's 10 shots. Yeah. Yeah. Before you uh, have to reload. Yeah. So that's location 7, 16 damage. Please be the head. Location. No. Um, it's the left arm. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the right leg. Uh, head is a one. You want low on the, the, the location, die, okay. by the way. Um, okay, so... Mm -hmm. Left... Sorry, right leg. And limbs are... It's got to make it hard to stick to a ceiling. True. Alright, so that is nine hits plus armor. This one does have some armor. I will uh, say, I kind of just realized that really all Kevin had to do is remove their boots and gloves. <laughs> Kevin just <laughs> Kevin just wanted to get naked, I think. <laughs> Kevin just really feels himself sometimes. <laughs> Lilios can relate to not wanting to be stuck in a suit. However, <laughs> they do not have the freedom to do so at this given time. Also, there's got to be like some kind of like power move intimidation. <laughs> naked, like <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you now. <laughs> five, 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 uh, beetle person just running out into the hallway naked with a gun, <laughs> except for boots and gloves. <laughs> All right, um, so you did so much damage to the right leg um, <laughs> that it went into a negative two, even with the armor. Um, did his leg explode? <laughs> Just, like, vaporize. I, I go a little bit more on the anime side. Like, uh, in any limb, even on an enemy... Um, can still be repaired so like it's it's just okay. they're unable to use it uh I was but going they... x style it's like it just falls off like it was severed <laughs> like randomly uh um, it's but they're gonna have to roll a d10 to see if they can face off against their stun uh which they do um okay um well i guess i'm just gonna shoot them again Ooh, that's worse. Oh, one. So you got to roll again. Without any modifier. Yeah. Yeah. And then you subtract it from your total. Six. So that's a five. That's a hot five. Oops. Yikes. Oops. Hold on. And this—that's your second attack. So they're gonna try and uh, do their evade. Their evade's a thirteen. Um. So even with one of their limbs out of commission, they are able to evade uh, and, and, and pop out of the way. Um, oh, wait. Oh, yeah, no, e even with the uh, being wounded, uh, the difficulty only goes up. Uh, it, it would only affect them by two points, so they would still be able to manage that. Um, All right. I'll just hold the position where I'm at. I'm done. Uh, da, 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 da. Chelsea, you are basically face to face. They've actually still got clothes on, though. They've got their uniform on. Yeah, how do they feel about me being naked up there? <laughs> like, um, they they 
were staring at you and snarling um, and speaking in a dialect that you're not familiar with. Oh, okay. Um, but now they're just kind of yelling and screaming at... Hey, you got a voice sampling. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. That's awesome. I can now totally replicate this guy. Yep. Maybe. That's how that um, works. Yeah, so uh, I'm just gonna... I mean, we're face to face. I'm just gonna shoot him in the face. I mean, where else can I? We're hanging upside down from the ceiling. I don't have much line of sight on anything else. You want to call shot it? Well, no. Okay, so you're just gonna shoot in in his direction. Right. Okay. But I mean, think about what I have for a target. <laughs> oh no, you can see you can see a lot of the body. But because of the way their body is, technically it counts. It. We'll go into that in a minute. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm just gonna shoot him. All right. Uh, so. That... To me, it sounds like he's functioning as his own cover for certain parts of his body. Basically, yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's gonna. You got a beat of fifteen. Meter beat of fifteen. Plus eight. Although his face is the primary That's cover. 11. That's true. Didn't expect me to block it with my face, did you? <laughs> <laughs> my face to your fist. You wounded me, making you the victim. All right, Something you failed like on this first Dang shot. It. Do you want to try again? Yes. Hey, look at that. Oh, that was your second roll? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Then yeah, you, uh, basically, uh, so you are able to one hundred percent see arms, uh, both arms and um, uh, shoulders and chest and face. Um, so if it's torso um, or legs, um, then potentially another body part is going to be the cover for that, which means that the, that's what body part will take the damage. Cool. Um, it's a D ten for the placement right or a, yeah okay. balls that's gonna be the left leg uh which uh, uh turns into it... the left arm <laughs> yes turns into the yes. left arm yeah <laughs> take that left arm we are undefeated <laughs> uh so go uh, ahead I, and roll yeah. your damage i need better armaments damage for my weapon real quick because <laughs> I got so yeah I'm just gonna just gonna do this One, is yours a pistol or a rifle it's a rifle oh Jeez. so is it fully fully tuned oh that's a yes <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, you're one of the people with the rifle skill? Yes. Because I'm I'm not, and I think it's each of yeah. us has two of them, but I'm not, not the exact same two. Oh, you're not? I'm okay, not well, rifle. Yeah. I'm not rifle. I'm rifle. Okay. Zav and Kevin are rifle. <laughs> and then Celios, yes. Celios and Helios and Quinlan are all hand-to-hand. 
Because you had I mean, two, two people with the ability of long range and then two people for up front and uh, center combat. Um, so this guy has no left side of his body then. <laughs> it was his right arm. Or right leg. Yeah, yeah, it was right leg. Now it's the left arm. Um, doing math. Um, so they have... All right, let me let me do this this way. So that would become 15, which would become 18, which would then means a negative eight. Um, so let's go ahead and see if they are able to successfully stay alert. And they're stunned. No. Uh, so they have passed out and fallen to the floor. Um, Additional fall damage? <laughs> no. Um, they won't receive anything <laughs> like that. Um, All right. If it y'all are like this, not oh. out of combat. Got it. Um, uh, but that is two actions for you, uh, Emilio. Uh, you do know that there are other other guards in the area. Uh, so what do you want to do with your two actions, or do you want to hold them to see if the others are going to? So the other guards haven't emerged yet. We. <clears throat> no. Um, but there's know... like a conspicuous corner where they'll probably be around. Mm -hmm. Is that right? <sighs> so we know one of them's not in the base. We know one of them is dead in the conference room. One of them is down on the floor. So really, there's only three left. There's only three left. If Yeah, if they're all together. Um, I, I, uh, geez. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to head to the corner and um, not peek around, but just take a sniff and see if I can smell anything coming down the hall. I smell a smell, a smell. You smell baked goods not far <sighs> around the corner. I poke my head around the corner. <laughs> oh, hey, how you doing there? Oh, oh no. Why? Oh, no. And um, his initiative is... Cookies. way after y'all's uh <laughs> so that that would be is that sort of just one action and a movement for me can i like still hit this guy uh that would be the hallway is so short that that would have been your half movement um okay or it actually it wouldn't even technically cover half movement uh you'd be able to duck back behind if you want <laughs> so i get to, i get to the corner i smell the baked goods i peek around i see this guy is he alone Uh, technically, yes. Technically, yes. That's kind of yes. <laughs> so the door to the security room is still open. There was two people in there previously. You smell the baked goods on him. Mm -hmm. You only see him. Yes, in that in that section of mm -hmm. corridor, you do only see him. However, you do not know if the two people were in there, if they're getting armaments uh, from the lockers if they're gearing up or if they went to another part of the, the ship. So technically, yes. Um, was this bug person one of the people that we passed in the security room? No. Okay, so this is a fourth player of that group. Yeah. And we don't think that the other two people were security, although I suppose scientists could still... They they were in fight. casual clothing, so you don't know... We don't know, yeah. ...what yeah. division they, they were in. They could have just been, like, off-duty. <laughs> All right, well, this guy's in front of me. I, I, I'm just... <laughs> 
you know, you got a gun, use the gun. Yeah, well, actually, so I, you know, I keep forgetting. This funny is story. Like a, I keep forgetting <laughs> this is like an anime style game. Um, oh yeah, me too. Honestly, I want to do like a. I want to do like a. You know, I, I I peek around the corner. I see this guy. And as he like before he can react, I, I'm like in like a really like you know action pose crouch, and I pull one of my blades out, and I just kind of go past him um, so quickly that you don't even see me move, but you see the line of the blade slashing through the air. Oh man, you got to have your arms behind you like this when you do. Yeah, it. yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Like Naruto run. Naruto run. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like a, it's a ninja scroll move. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see if he's able to evade that. Uh, so go ahead and roll your attack. Okay. Oh, and do remember, um, I, I know that I keep forgetting to mention this as well, um, the WA that you have there, um, Yeah. Uh, that does affect your roll. Um, I forget the exact thing that that stands for. A weapon affinity or something like that? Weapon accuracy, weapon accuracy, that's what it is. Um, so that means that you get to add that when, to your attack roll. Ah, so for my blades, it's just a, it's a plus zero. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I realize uh, on the rifle, I don't know if somebody added that into the rifle shot earlier. I did uh, I forgot not. to add that to my handgun. But Oops. I still, I I, and I'm sorry, so I still roll my blade score, my reflex <laughs> score, and then a d10? Correct. Okay, so d10 plus 15. Okay, sorry, here we go. And you got to beat a 10. <laughs> I think I can do that. 20. Um, yeah, so go ahead and roll to see, uh, where exactly your blade lands. Just a straight D10. Uh, get rid of this buff. Sorry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Two. Uh, that's a torso hit. Yeah, slash him. That's exactly where you wanted it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Which is going to give us... Okay, so the torso. They've got pretty good. All right, so roll your damage. Okay. And my damage is 2d6 plus armor piercing. Uh, so what um, that means is that a third of their armor is ignored. Okay, so just roll the 2d6. Yeah, just roll 2d6 and then I... Have to calculate on this end, so that's going to be. Oh, and that is... oh, it's a three. Sad, sad. All right, so um, you slice in, and you realize like you just feel this grinding of your blade against their armor. Um, and as you turn around, he looks down. Oh, this is a new set of armor to a. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> um. But yeah, you have one more attack. Second attack! I'm coming <laughs> back around with the blade. Or you have one more action, I should say. Um, you can use that to go additional half uh, movement, uh, which would put you around the corner, away from him, um, towards where you originally came from. You can go the opposite way, get around the corner, back towards the hallway that's on the opposite side of the pod that y'all were in, uh, getting the information. Um, or you can even get back down the hallway that you're at and get um, like way down that way. Or you can attack again. Or there's a plethora of other things that I left <laughs> in that other chat. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just attack. back and forth, zigzag, knife, slice, shink. 
Uh, uh, and so I will roll things. Uh, so 18. All right, and for evasion, we get... Wow. Wow. That was close. Um, yeah, so no problem. All right, and so to uh, location is a one. Oh, sorry, that's a D6 I'm rolling, not a D10. Technically, a D10 has a one on it anyway. True. <laughs> that is very true. Do what, what do you want me to do, RPG? You want me to uh, roll, roll the D10, yeah. Okay. For a second, I thought it still had a one on it. I was like, yes. <laughs> All it's right. Uh, which is going to be the right leg. And 2d6 damage. There we go. Nine. Nice. All right. Uh, and armor piercing reduces that, reduces that. Uh, so you actually manage, uh, because of the armor reduction, um, you actually manage to do almost half damage. It's not enough to get a stun roll. Um, but, like, you cut through the armor, um, and he's visibly injured by this. Well, it's a bit unpleasant now, eh? Could be a bit nicer. You guys um, freaking me out, to be honest. Yeah, he's so, he's so friendly. He's so polite. <laughs> it's like, this is... I'm not, I'm not too keen on this guy. I'm imagining that he, like, you know, drops to one knee briefly and then stands again and he, like, puts his hand to his leg and just, like, a spot of blood appears on it. Oh, he doesn't even kneel. He just turns around and puts his hand on it and comes back. It's it's a bit bit uncomfortable, eh? Um, So uh, you recognize the rifle that he has. It's a needle rifle. Um... Oh, no. So it could oh, contain no. a large number of different things, um, which in this case is going to be something uncomfortable for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, his turn if then, it hits, it? Thanks, yes. Thanks, uh, GM. Yeah, <laughs> this will be good. Thanks for that confirmation that the bad guys won't hurt us. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so- I was really on the edge of my seat. Uh, so what you're going to roll is you're going to get your reflex um, plus your, your your dodge to evade. Reflex plus dodge. So you just want an 18 or higher. Reflex plus dodge plus a d10? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, dodge is 4, so 14 plus d10. So just a 4 or better. That's a 6. So, 20. Okay. Um, oh, cattail. Yeah. But he's going to go for it again. Oh, cat. Jeez. This guy. Oh, relentless. cat with red eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kitty. Uh, okay, so I'm rolling again. And come on. 21. Oh. That's a bit upsetting now. <laughs> Uh, and back up to the top, uh, Will. Uh, uh, you, you heard that strange conversation coming from uh, the corner. 
Helios cannot physically raise an eyebrow at a situation, but there's that energy out of him. Uh, <laughs> he's going to move around the hallway. Uh, he's going to move. A, can I move across to the other side of the hallway and use the corner as cover? Oh, absolutely. I get what you're saying. So you're going to basically right. sit on the far side when you're peeking out. Yeah, I'm okay. going to do that. Uh, keep cover there. And then I'm going to take my first shot. <laughs> At this strangely Canadian security guard. <laughs> I was going for more Minnesotan, but... Um, oh, you know what? That's, was, that's fair. That's Yeah, I was getting a lot of Minnesota out Minnesota. of that. But... Uh, 17. Um, all right. Uh... So, let's see. That's... Oh, if I could actually type today. Type, type, type. No! <laughs> nice. All right, so the D10 is a three, and the damage is 12. All right, um... So a three is going to put us at the uh, torso, <coughs> which has already has not taken any damage. Um, and so it's going to do I can't math today. Wow. Um, all right, so a single D10. Let's see if they're able to survive just taking half of more than half the damage. Uh, yes, yes, they do. Okay. Uh, um, next shot, then, I suppose. He's going to turn to you uh, before you get off that set, like right, right as you're about to pull mm -hmm. that trigger. That's not very kind of you. Should be a little bit more, uh, be a bit more friendly, eh? So, this dude is so creepy. Finger on the trigger. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> uh, Kevin's up on the ceiling. Man, how come Helios has some of the cool one-liners? <laughs> oh, it helps if you add a dice to actually roll. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, the, no. The dice, the D10 oh, is a no. 1, and the damage is 15. Oh, that's the head. Um, the head isn't going to have a whole lot of yeah no uh, that's that's gone um, <laughs> he's been decapitated don't you know <laughs> how much overkill is that more than double more than double into the negative oh my gosh um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, you got one person passed out and you've got one decapitated. What are y'all going to do? Get the fuck we out should of move, here. We should be moving quickly. Yeah. Helios is still going to suggest that we move back towards the vent and head out. And if there's enough time, because if, the, if not a lot of time has uh, passed since you said four minutes, then maybe it's been five minutes. We got halfway here while sneaking. We should be able to run the uh, the whole way out. So like we, it took half the amount of time to get here while sneaking. We should be able to run out in the less than the that the remaining amount of time. True. 
Yeah, I don't remember how long a combat round is in this. It's, it's like five or six seconds or something like that, or... Oh, okay. <laughs> and y'all have only been through... What is that, three, four? Yeah, it's like that maybe... Was, that was the second round of combat, and then there were two rounds of combat earlier, I think. Yeah. Or so one. Then... Okay, so yeah, that's four. Um, it's like less than a minute has passed. Yeah, less than a minute has passed. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Right, here, here it is, here it is. Uh, ten seconds each, so that's still only 40 oh, okay. seconds, so... Yeah, okay. We are we are running back to the lab to take the same exit that we came in. So you're equal distance from. So before you decide what you're gonna do, where y'all are at is equal distance to going back out that door. Or going out the front door, um, directly to where the 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 uh, spaceport pad is. Uh, spaceport pad has ships. Yes. Yes. There's also snowmobile sm- blah, 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 blah. snowmobiles at the back door. Yes, but nice back- righties. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, sure. You know what? Helios could be convinced to go to the where the vehicle bay is. But, but spaceships. We have information to believe that our commander and dropship have been compromised. We have the information. We should just go. Where, where would we go? There is no ship that will take us off planet. I assume that there's no ship that'll take us like off planet and be able to yeah, no, navigate. There is, that's what they were saying a, at the lunch at the at the front yeah, door with the pad. There's a four seater. Oh, so we could just there's okay. multiple four seater. Yeah, y'all 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 have the yeah. intel that there are multiple four seaters. It's just going to be like y'all get in there, and there's not a whole lot of room, but y'all will be able to fit in there and get out. Um, but it's basically a one-way trip. Like once you get into space, like you got to get picked up by your people quick. Um, that's what that's what I was thinking. It's not like a we can't jump in this this vehicle. It's just something to get us from the ground just a, to orbit. A yeah, and yeah. You, you've got a ship that's in orbit-ish. Um, so we can't just <laughs> abandon our incompetent leader on his ship. We have to go back to it. No, you can abandon him. Well, if we think he's been compromised, as uh, he's, oh, he's your as unit. Kevin was pointing out, so he's your unit commander, but he's not the commander of the ship. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 he's your yeah, unit yeah. commander. So we should just go and like and get don't. off the get off world with the information, get picked up by our company, and then we'll figure out how to get them if we need to. This is acceptable. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm just gonna grab that guard's rifle before we take off. Oh, the needle rifle? Yeah. The needle oh, okay. Rifle. Okay. Um, you notice that they're all, like, like when you t- take a look at the magazine to see the, the needles, uh, you do notice that they're marked red, uh, which you're not sure. You've seen needle rifles, but everybody marks theirs in a different way. Um, they're all marked red, um, and then there's, like, a green round every so often in them. Uh, it's a real strange-looking uh, negotiation of ammunition. Uh, y'all get out to the outside, y'all start taking off, and at the same time, you see y'all's drop pod from the other side taking off as well. Um, they fucking s- left us? Well, uh, no. I mean, to be that fair. That might just mean... Because, like, our commander and the other guy were not on the drop pod, right? <clears throat> um, they were by the drop pod. Oh. Um, so, uh, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a roll from each of y'all it's uh, a d10 just a flat d10 okay um i've assigned uh each of y'all to somebody um and i'm gonna see who's on the drop pod i got a one i got a six (laughs) um Uh uh-oh quinlan is the only one on the drop pod 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's go. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. Will, you were rolling for a scientist that knows these mech designs that wants to defect. Oh, um, no. And then, um, uh, Chels, you were rolling for uh, your commanding officer, Zav, but you you all, I was treating it like a stun roll. You had to roll low. Um, I bitched it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, scientists. Sacrifices uh, must be made. Yeah, the scientists needed a, a everybody needed a five or less um, to successfully get on that. Uh, y'all get up there. Your dropships picked up. Y'all are picked up. <clears throat> um, and Quinlan tells this story about how like Zav tried to negotiate and uh then at one point romance uh half of the people that were there um there was actually uh three security guards with them um so there was only three security guards back at the station so those other two people y'all saw earlier must have been uh scientists uh off duty um and so y'all there's a lot of back and forth going on about like what happened and trying to figure out like why they had to launch and um, it, it turns out that uh, Zav had uh, not wanted to hear uh, I- any negative things going on, uh, so he had the comms disabled. Um, <laughs> so, like, he it, unless he turned the comms back on, he was not going to hear y'all. Wow, uh, and he what had, shit. Because of the thing that he was using, he had control of Quinlan's comms as well. Oh no. What a shit. So, uh, Quinlan uh, was going to launch up, get uh, another group, and launch back down uh, to try and deal with the situation due to uh, just the overabundant nature of what was going on. Apparently, some of the scientists were trained in weapons as well. Um, and so Quinlan uh, left Zav uh, to fight on his own um, and has no clue if he made it out alive. Um, y'all get back up and y'all uh, transport to another star system. <laughs> and, Bye, uh, yeah and, um, yeah y'all pick up a set of people who are interested in joining the ironbound and y'all went on y'all's personal ship which is a a drop ship so the, the ship that you're on is a just gigantic um like it it, it holds in and of itself like 150,000 people um it, it's like it's, a city ship it's like yeah it's basically a city ship um and so Y'all have this much smaller ship that y'all hang out on and spend a lot of time on, um, and it was Zav's sh- commanding ship, um, and it, it was a fairly large, like it could ha- it could house basically uh, three units of people, three squads, so to speak. Um, what did he name it? We're renaming it. Um, no, it it, it um, he didn't rename it because it was it it has an official designation. And that's how Ironbound uses it. So if, if, if any team okay. nicknames aren't registered to them. So like, what is the ship's <clears throat> designation? Five four three A seven. No, uh, it, it basically has like what it's used for. So it's used for carrying troops and uh, mechs, um, and mechtons. So it's um, <clears throat> uh, it's mech soul um, and then a number designation. Uh, is what it would be, uh, or mech soul carrier, and then a designation. Um, it could hold up to forty troops uh, plus um, 
another like 20 people um, on it dignitaries and things like that and um, y'all got on the ship and y'all went to your briefing your war room that you have there on the ship um, and y'all stored the the information there because your next mission was to get that information back to headquarters um, but losing your commander they were the bureaucracy is going to have to decide which one of y'all is going to be temporary commander um, which of the four of y'all is going to be temporary commander and uh, if there's any new recruits coming in or people that have been recently trained that are going to be joining from the space station that y'all just arrived to um, and while that's happening somebody stole y'all's ship the fuck what some space redneck from a farmer planet probably hijacked it <laughs> y'all ship gets hijacked and y'all are using the specialty information that y'all have for your ship um, that was placed on there by y'all the crew um, and you're tracking it and it goes to a far away little backwater planet um Uh, Selene. Um, it's a farming colony with, like, no ties to any governments or factions. It's It ha does have a, a bustling spaceport, but the spaceport um, actually has, like, around the same population as your ship, as, like, the, the capital <laughs> ship that you're on. Um, and uh, it, it does note that... Um, because there was uh, ancient runes found there, um, it's it's a no go zone for faction wars and all of that kind of stuff. Like basically, there's supposed to be no uh, interactions with exterior corporations or anything like that unless they were already on planet side before the discovery happened. Uh, which it does show that a sort of ally is there. Uh, there is an office for the HII. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess that's convenient. <laughs> and you do know that it, it set down somewhere um, a little bit far away from uh, the city spaceport that's there. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, it also set away from the ruins and the um, corporate headquarters. Uh, it does show that it's uh, not too far-ish from um, some uh, farming colonies, um, some very small towns. Uh, but after that, you kind of lose, like you saw where it was kind of going down, but then you lose information. Somebody must have found something and disabled it. You can't get a direct ping on where it was now. So uh, if it takes mm -hmm. back off from the planet before you get there, then it's gone. And... I suppose those characters are going to be pursuing... <laughs> <laughs> that group of random strangers. I wonder who they could be. Whoever they might be. Whoever those right? random schmucks are. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. This is one of our two sessions that are setting up the world as well as uh, letting the players get used to a system that they're not exactly familiar with. Um, uh, but this has been uh, the Ironbound group. The ship that was stolen was stolen by them. Um, they're going to be the cast and crew that has taken that ship that now has that elsewhere. Um, it is what's, it's what's called a, a, a carrier launcher, um, is another way of describing it. It has basically a way to accelerate almost like a railgun and shoot, uh, mectons, uh, which is what mechs are known in mecton. Um, it shoots mectons out, like, yeah, basically like a mech bullet, um, which is useful in space, 
Um, when you're on planet side, you got to make sure that the pilot knows how to pilot properly. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to hit the right jets to slow themselves down. It might just become like an impact. Um, <laughs> um, and with the way that the ship lands, there's no way to launch the pods. Uh, but it does contain drop pods as well, like the one that y'all use today to get down to the planet, as well as cutter pods, which means that if you if that ship does go into space or... Um, uh, which also those pods can actually be launched out the same launcher that mechs get launched out of. Um, if a cutter pod is launched and it attaches to the side of a ship, it cuts a hole in the hull and allows uh, a, a small squad of uh, troops to basically enter into a uh, vessel or facility. Um, Neat. Cool. And so that's what they have. They have... Uh, it, it can hold about... Uh, 60 people comfortably um some rooms are a lot more comfortable than others um and it has uh 20 mechs uh mectons on it with um uh, uh right around uh i think it's right about uh 12 uh pods of different assorted types um yeah that's the end of this little sub adventure next time starts the uh full-on adventure which is going to continue until the end of july uh, we start at uh, 3 p.m. Central. Uh, we go to about 6 p.m. Central. Um, if we end a segment a little bit early, we will talk about players uh, modifying, upgrading, or uh, doing things to either their mechtons, robots, or other things. Um, and if y'all want to go ahead and outro yourselves. Sure. Uh <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for watching. I have been Will. You can find me, or my pronouns are he, him. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at William C. Allen uh, on the DMs Guild, uh, where I wrote an adventure in the first volume of the Eat the Rich anthology. And you can find the other editions of those on DriveThruRPG. Um, uh, and on YouTube, you can also find me at Roll a Will Save, where I do Pokemon double battle draft content. Oh, hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for checking this out. I thought I was just going to be joined by my son here, but he took off. So, uh, <laughs> not gonna, we're not going to get a cameo. Um, my name is Emilio. My pronouns are he, him. I'm one half of the Let's Roll Characters team. We have a YouTube show where we roll characters for different RPG systems based on all sorts of random prompts. Um, and you can check us out at youtube.com slash Let's Roll Characters or on Twitter at Let's Roll Cares, C-H-A-R-S. I'm Mrs. RPG Hour. Uh, you can find me on Looks Twitter like uh, at Our Adventures, um, which is another, uh, it's a podcast on the RPG Hour network of things that we do. Um, I'm like the host slash, unfortunately for everyone who plays with me, main GM. And we kind of cycle through and play indie systems. Um, I'm always looking for people to play. Um, so if you're interested, you can always hit us up on our Gilded, um, which is RPG Hour. What is it again? I dropped it in the chat. It's gilded.gg oh, okay. RPG Hour Studios. Sorry, forward slash RPG Hour Studios. Yeah, that one. Um, and yeah, you can message us there if you're interested in drawing a table. If you have a game recommendation that you want to see us play to try out so you can get a better idea of the rules. Um as it's as they're being used um that's what we're here for and um yeah we're also working on a couple of other things like amnesia.fm and some other stuff uh so this is mecton um oh i'm sorry i 
this is Mechton Zeta, uh, sorry, Mechton Heist, which is a Mechton Zeta actual play. It's a part of the RPG Hour Studios family of shows. Uh, if you like what you saw here, go join our Gilded. Um, recruitment starts uh, for shows in the Gilded. Um, and then uh, a day or two after that, we do push things out. Um, if you find that you want to run a show, um, we are more than happy to help facilitate that as well. Uh, we have a lot of spots uh, available for streams that we don't currently stream on. Um, and we have, do have a lot of fun people that you can grab inside of our server as well to join that. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. I'm probably forgetting something. Uh, I'm going to attempt to raid us, uh, but I'm, I've never been able to successfully do this. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, so until the dice roll again. Woo. No, no, that didn't work. Crap. Okay, hold on, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we rating? Crap. Friends who roll dice. Oh, nice. I oh, love yeah. I think, I think, did it work? Yeah, maybe. Did it work? It says it on, yeah, it looks like it's, it says it's rating with three raiders right now. Yeah. Does it? I don't see that on my side. I don't know. Anyway, we've got right. three of them. So bye. 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 Bye.